Yeah. Oh my God, dogs on disc golf courses. No, I'm just playing. Is that too early? <laughs> is that, is too soon, too soon. Not, too is, that, soon. Is, that, is that too soon? Not too, too soon. soon. Hey everybody, this is Pat Richard, aka the Wonderkin, and you are listening to Unstable Discourse. Welcome in to season three, episode four of Unstable Discourse. Yeah. Where is my mind with Anthony Guzzarella? Hey, 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 you almost got it right. You almost got it right. Hey. We're joined. Uh, we have Anthony Guzzo in the house with us, but you said Guzzarella a couple minutes ago, and I'm never going to not hear that. Yeah. yeah hey, well, that's, I think that's it now. Mozzarella, Guzzarella. That's what it is. That's what, what it is. is, baby. We're back in the boardroom. This mm-hmm. is uh, the boardroom studio is what we need to start calling this. First. PRS. Right Burs. across the hall PRS. from nine th- the 933 the Speakeasy above Embers and Lockport, Illinois. That's yes, correct. Sir. Beautiful uh, place. It is your boys, Ryan Fancher of Unstable Disc Golf Gear. Yes, sir. Sean Callahan of Delwood Disc Golf. You better know. Jason Callahan of Bag of Tricks. Hello, and, everybody. And Delwood. Yeah. And, and a train. A train. And of course, Anthony Guzzo of five different things. Let me list them all. We've got Mr. Everyday himself. You are the host of Everyday with Anthony J, your own podcast. Truth. Bring, you bring. are the founder of Everyday Coffee. True. You bling, bling, are bling, bling. a very mediocre disc golfer. Very, yeah, Jason, I hate you for that. I'm never going to, I'm never going to hear the end of that ever in my life. It's perfect. You're, you're, no, a, you're in good company. I you're am. a circle one member. I am. You are also a nutritional coach. True. And life coach from what I hear. Yeah. Like fitness, nutrition, and mindset. Yeah, man. All wrapped up into one. So you could say life. Yeah, for sure. I, I and he's so handsome. Shut up. He's got a. He's got a. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Got a good beard. He's got shut some up. very Just piercing eyes. Oh my god! He's got gosh. the right stuff. I'm gonna move over a seat. <laughs> uh, speaking uh, of which, uh, speaking of life coach, Mikey Vizd was singing your praises last time I was hanging out with him. Really? So, when was that? Uh, at the dog bowl. Oh man! You mean the the frozen bowl? Yo, my coldest round. I'm so glad I was. I'm sorry, Sean. I am so glad I wasn't at that damn event. The Man, frozen that, bowl. That looked miserable. It was. That was the oh, cold. I'm it we took were inside. Oh, you guys were great. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Yeah, it took we me hours awesome. to get my feeling back. Mm-hmm. Uh, driving home with my seat warmer on, I couldn't feel my back still. Uh, against a hot leather seat, I couldn't feel my back. Uh, but it was a great event. <clears throat> Anyways, we are going to be talking about the mental game, which is... Uh, obviously, uh, maybe the biggest part of disc golf, I would say it's even bigger than the physical part, but we're going to talk about uh, the mental game on and off the course. So uh, there's a lot of ways we can kind of go with that. And I think you're the perfect guest for that. So Appreciate it, man. You're, down, you're down to talk mental about that, health. right? Oh, 100%, man. 100%. Something that needs to be talked about. By the way, listeners, you're going to, we're going to get to this later, but uh, when you're done listening to this episode, I'll tell you right now, go listen to some of the everyday with Anthony J episodes. There is so much good life advice in there. Uh, Appreciate that, if man. you have a, a favorite episode you want to plug right out of the gate, what do you think is the perfect episode for somebody to get introduced to the show? I say, if you're going to jump into any of the episodes of the, everyday, the growth podcast, I'd say start more in the middle around the 50 ish episode and go towards the 88 to 100 episodes. Um, something about my back- damn dog. You ever take a break? Well, I did. Yeah. Year. Yeah. I got burned out. I <laughs> Only just, once I, for a year. Yeah. 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 Just <laughs> one time out. I did. Yeah. I'll talk about that. Um, uh, something about the, why I started the podcast and, um, the day that changed my life is probably a big one. I mean, it's, it's, it's heads up. It's a, it's a very heavy thing. But I believe that uh, mental health and things like addiction and suicide should be talked about more and not swept underneath the rug. So I think that's another one you guys could look up. But that's, uh, you know, just jump, just jump, jump right in. It's more health and mindset. 
and fitness focused, but um, you're going to find a lot of stuff in there that's going to really pertain to everyday life. And that's the whole point behind the everyday brand that I'm running. Hell it's yeah. Newman Awesome. Huh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Have you guys listened to it? Well, I've seen bits and pieces of what you've posted, but I've not actually listened to a whole episode and I should. It's great stuff. Yeah. I can't say enough about it, but we'll get into yeah. it later before we get to that. You know what? It, just like his episode, our 55 through 80 episodes, yeah. those yeah. are really where we hit our stride. <clears throat> so you guys right. should listen to us right. around episode I, 55. I think that's how it is, man. I think yeah. as soon as like in the beginning, it's kind of like let the, 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 the jungle we jungle, and like, trying to yeah. make it, ha- trying to make right. it happen and things right. like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Just you just revealed how little you listen to the show because I think we're on episode. <laughs> well, you just started following the Facebook page today. That's oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. So fan of the page, right? So, right. Big right. fan. Oh, big fan. Here we go. Here Huge we fan. go. Here we yeah. go. So so I have to look and see you guys all on my podcast too, though, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 There we yeah. go. Wait. There we go. Wait. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Wait. You. You just like the the page today. Everything today. Everything yeah. today. Thanks for that. We appreciate your support. No, no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm here for everybody. I'm here for everybody from Delwood down to C1. I'm here for everybody. You know, you know how I am. Before we get into the the bangers and mash, I want to give you guys a preview of this episode. Not only are we going to be talking about mental health, we're also going to give you the next round of Merch Madness, mm-hmm. which if you haven't listened to the last episode, you need to do that because it's a, a little bit later. Yeah. It's yeah. a new thing mm-hmm. we're, we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Stay tuned. We're going to get to it before we get there. You know how we start this thing. Sean. Fired up. Newman. Fired up. Oh, okay. Good luck throwing a Newman in the middle of that. All right, yeah. That's different. Ryan, you were telling me earlier that you're fired up about like four things, so you're going first today. Okay, so I normally am not excited about anything. That's correct. So I'm making up for it today. I have four quick things that I am fired up about. Wow, four. I know. One of them is directly in front of me. Will you actually go quick? No, I control the pace. So that's what they they said. (laughs) One is directly in front of me. I realized at the GGATS TDTC. Yes, sir. Say it again. GGATS TDTC. That Doc was going to use a laptop for all of the video equipment that he was doing. He had a problem with his. It was getting repaired. He wanted to use mine. Mm Mm-hmm. Mine worked fine, except it was slow as balls. And I realized in that moment that I had had the laptop for like six years and it was starting to go. Sure. It was on, so, it was on laptop like a, years. That's like 20 years. It is so yeah. many years. It was like a dial up connection. It was. Yeah. So I treated myself and I got a brand new laptop. Treat yourself. And what is that by the way? It's a GE 76 Raider made by MSI. Yes, MSI. You're such a nerd. I know. It's the specs that I need are all included in gaming laptops. Um, I'm not going to use it for gaming, but the processing and the graphics I need to do what what I'm doing. And so gaming laptops just made sense. A little perk. And a perk is that it glows like a goddamn disco ball in every color, which I've turned off. It's a party in here. Yeah. So I have a seizure every time I turn that on. Um, Who's our nerdiest listener that would be excited about the specs? Oh, all I got to say is GeForce RTX 3060, and somebody's going to cream their pants. (laughs) Someone like like Cody Overrocker would probably be freaking out right now. So uh, uh, it was a good perk. I didn't need that, but uh, it was cool. So I treated myself. That is one. Love it. Number two, I'm wearing the second one. Ooh, it's I so fresh. I finally oh, got boy. some of the PVC patches that I had ordered a while ago on the one. slow boat from China. They are now here. They are on one of my hats and they're great. They uh, they come in black, red, and white or black, 
military green and white, mm. and I have them on a cup. Yeah, I'm going to put them on a bunch of hats. So, Are they going to be available on the website or at the shop, or what's the deal? I'm probably too lazy to put them on the website, but I should. Put them on They'll the website. Be in the shop. Put them in the they, shop. They will definitely be in the, shop. be in the shop. So we'll see. Sign me up. Yeah. I need one. Number three, Sean and Sheila took me out to the ball game. We did. We saw the home opener for this the White Sox. This is a forward-thinking show. Right they now. happen <clears throat> to be playing the Mariners, uh-huh. uh, oh. which is my team. So we kind of last minute grabbed some tickets. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was go. it? Was Did you guys just Who decide? Who do you think? Yeah, it was Sheila's idea. Okay. Well, I was like, either you guys did something really cool for Ryan or Ryan was like, guys, do you want to go? And I wasn't yeah. sure which one it was. Sheila mentioned it. I didn't think it was possible because of my daughter and work and school, you know, all the stuff. And then the stars kind of aligned. And I think it was Sunday yeah. or maybe even Monday. I was like, hey, guys, we can do this. Let's make it happen. And awesome. we did. And it was it was great. Uh, rather than traffic getting there, it was, that was an Oh, yeah, God, that was, that's that always a thing. There, but. We were about 20 minutes late to the game. That's okay. Uh, it doesn't matter. The games are six hours long. Yeah, we missed an inning. It's fine. The game was great. The weather was perfect on Tuesday. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was a little windy, but it was 70 degrees. Mm. Did Uh, your boys win? My boys did not win. Our boys won. Our boys won. Hey. The the real winners won. Yeah. mm, uh, It was 5-1 to Mariners today, by the way. It was a great game. It was a close game. It was fun to watch. We had a great time. Where were you guys seats at? They were way up in the nosebleeds. Because it was last minute, home opener, first game of the season. You don't want to mess with those ticket prices, man. No. No, 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 no. no. These these were like 20 bucks a piece. They were 20 bucks and they were great. It was great. Awesome. Yeah. I was stoked to be able to Is that only three? You got one more? three. And number four, we had the GGATS TDTC live draft last Friday. And my team team is primo i saw that i'm like my team is primo i don't want to dump on you or doc or thor yes i think ryan's team is it's okay based on what tell me what you (laughs) tell me what you think your team is so primo it's about the well-roundedness of the entire squad in every division and it's about the attitudes i will agree with you there you so have, you have well, I believe that we, we were only off you've pace got some last loud year because I was on your team last year on red team, right? So we were only off a pace by a little bit. By one make, one person, apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that. Anthony Gozo. Well, yeah. this year, yeah, that's why that's why you're going to lose this year because I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing. Who is, uh, uh, w- which division are you most pumped about? Man, I can't really say because they're all so, it just looks like everything's going to fit together perfectly for what I expected. The women's division is, I'm so stoked for that. And I just think overall, it's going to be a battle yeah. this year, dude. It is. I think yeah. the, the format I did some and stats. the teams is insane. Yep. The courses bringing in Highland Dude, into the mix is going to be... Smart, smart, smart. Yeah. I did statistics and rankings based on the divisions and then weighted based on how many people were in each division. And it is, it's really close. It's crazy close. It's uh, the average ratings per team... They're all within like eight or nine points on average. That's but so, Thor's team, believe it or not, who I would, just because Thor came into the mix, he's a mm-hmm. busy dude, he's out on the road, showed up at exactly 7.15 right when we were about to start the draft, is outrated by quite a few points. His weighted ranking because, okay, so Sean and Doc and I kind of chose all over the board uh, as far as divisions went. So last year we did it by division. So you were only picking one division at a time. This year it was kind of a free for all. So I like that. Yeah. It was more fun to try and figure out who's going to poach who from what division. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't have a structured like start at no, MPO no, 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 and no. go down uh-uh. the list. Like no, we no, did no. last year, but we, we did, did not do that. Correct. Right. You did, yeah. just, you're just like, whatever. Right. Yeah. So it was, oh, so it was, it was random for you guys too. To yeah. Get, oh shit. We so, got to get. 
Yeah. So right. if you slept on the upper division and somebody else poached the top three, like oh. it's you got to get the top oh, three right? in another division. And so we were kind of chasing each other a little bit <clears throat> on that front, but Thor yeah. was not paying attention to that or whatever his strategy was, but he was picking a lot of the lower division players and kind of being sneaky about it. And I didn't realize, but his lower division, which is 18 people, which is by far the largest is ranked Stacked. Very high. All the fire lords. Right. And so weighted rankings put him at, at the top right now. So it's crazy Such to see. A cool concept. Yeah. So it's a chess game, dude. It is going to be a, so it's, great. It's, it's so going to be cool. so fun. I love it. So. And then it also may not matter because we're going to seed them wherever we want. So. Right. Yeah. Because you guys are seeding like. Yeah. Like this, right? So part and of the then, strategy is to seed players in, you know, the, not the top rated player will not be seeded number one. I can seed them wherever I want. And so the players may not play against, you know, who they would assume they would play against. But then it's going gotcha. to fl- kind of flip flop the next day, right? Where it's going to be like, okay, now you may have been seated against someone that you crushed. But then right. the next day. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That Uh-oh. Sunday morning round is going to be based on the points they accumulate from the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if How- you smash, you're, you're going to be playing against, against all the measures right yeah Yeah. how did you guys Uh, determine dude that's so good this year man how did you determine the draft order like who got to pick first roll the dice dice. ah nice just to leave it up to fate that's great so well done guys yeah everything about it was great doc's He's probably on the computer right now, <clears throat> cutting film. That yeah. video. Um, oh, the video. Docs, how did he find all those clips? I don't know. He did it last year, too. Maniac, I don't know how dude. he does it. So but good. Maniac. The video of the draft, he had five cameras out there, um, and he's going to he's gonna put together some sweet footage. So watch out for that. Yeah. He's um, got to cut down to like 30, 40 minutes, something like that. Yeah. He's telling me. So the so actual great. TDTC will be next weekend well it'll be tomorrow when you listen yeah, to this, hear this. Mm-hmm. and if you are not on any of the teams but want to come out and check it out you definitely should it's going to be bananas have you guys already decided what charities your your team represents this year we are all going to put it to shanny oh, oh. badass yeah, yeah. because i we all feel like that's where it needs to be Could going use some love yeah yep. right. what yep. else is happening, Make what great else is again? happening at shanny minus the baskets just got bought what else is what's kind of on the table we want Tons to do the core tees. stuff yeah, we want to redo the T's. So there's mm-hmm. a couple of different options. We've talked about it a bunch. Uh, replacing all of them completely would be a hefty bill. Uh, there's the possibility of pouring over them, but we want to get somebody out there that's a professional. There's a possibility of grinding them down and just resurfacing what's there, but the grooves on some of them are pretty deep. And I don't know if that's something that's doable. I'd really like to get somebody out there that can really give us a like yay or nay on it and where we should go. And you tell me like next year, if you guys are next two years, you guys get all the new baskets that are going to put in and all new tea pads. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. Shani will be Shani. Top of the line. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's such a fun course anyway to have like, it's a great love course. That it deserves course. it to yeah. me. That's putting the most important thing that it deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Putting out on the first hole, hole one, looking at that basket that's there now. Oh my like, God. It's, oh it's my so God. Now, man. treacherous. Drop-ins yeah. are yeah. scary. Yeah. yeah. Like so <laughs> still scary. Yeah. So I can't wait for some baskets that'll actually catch. It'll yeah. be so good. Jason, what do you feel about the baskets at Shani? Treacherous. <laughs> Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Also, so we have, we, we, we talked about possibly, we had our J-Town meeting and it was a, a matter of like, are we going to redesign the course when we put the new baskets in? Because now would be the time. And we said uh, during that meeting that we should, because we are making a decision for the collective community, leave it as is with the existing pins. So within a couple of feet, we're going to put the baskets back where they are. 
right? We can't put them exactly where they are because yeah. we're probably going to have to just cut the poles at the ground, pull yeah. them. Because you're, you're not getting them out. There's, there's so there's much no, concrete and rebar in there that it's going to be like impossible. We're going to need like a, a backhoe to even do that. So mm. not really worth it. Uh, so within a couple of feet, new holes, new sleeves, you know, new baskets, locks, the whole deal. But we have enough left over from the initial fundraising that we are going to, once that is done, put in some B pins at Shanny. Yeah. Oh, we're not oh. just going to probably by fall yeah. already. We'll put in, God, I would imagine, I mean, with as hard as we go, there, there will be at least six holes that I could think of off the top of my head that will yeah. probably have B pins. Wow. Yeah. So just like how we did at Highland and we did at Trinity and we did at Delhi. So let's go, dude. J Town, baby. Mm-hmm. How about Number it? One. Amazing. Cow. Yeah. Amazing. I just keep the money. Myself. <laughs> yeah, we're so greedy. We should just, just buy new cars. That's the way. Yeah, so greedy. We should just really. keep it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Sean, what are you fired up about? We got some chickens at Callahan Acres, baby. Today. We're talking strips, Congrats. tenders. What are you talking about? We're talking live, actual little baby chicks. Nuggets. Yeah. Oh, nuggets. oh lots. Okay. <laughs> Three of them. So Sheila's been talking about getting chickens. We've been in the house for almost exactly one year. I, what did I? What was the joke? I missed it. It was a reference to Arrested Development. Arrested Development how oh, nobody in the family can the, do a chicken impression. Chicken noise. Oh, Everyone, oh, when yeah, they try to yeah, do a yeah, chicken yeah. thing, they it's Cuckoo terrible. Cuckoo yeah. Cuckoo yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has anyone in this family ever even seen a chicken? I got the perfect thing. That's enough. Sorry. Thank you, Jason. So we got three little baby chickens. But check out these. Uh, the, Please tell the, me you've the, got names for them already. No, but I've got the she, Sheila names. does. You know, she you knows yeah. right now she's naming. By the, the time he gets names, home. Check these names out. Okay. okay. So <laughs> these are the types of chickens that we have. Okay. We have a light Brahma. That's B-R-A-H-M-A. A Sounds black like Australorp. That's oh. funny as hell. Australorp? I was typing this up and was like, that is made up by an eight-year-old. <laughs> an eight-year-old named this species. <laughs> and the last, last one is a buff Orpington. Ah, see, that's my guy. Dude, that's my guy. The first one you said, I was like, that one sounds tough. And then the next two were tougher. Australorp and Orpington. A buff Orpington? Where where do these all come from? Where are you getting these chickens? I don't know. Oh, where? You got a chicken guy? You went to a five-year-old. Farm and Fleet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we they sell to... chickens at Farm and Fleet. Sure. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. you can go like certain oh, you, times. Oh, yeah, go in there yeah. and they just have yeah. like 10. Vats like, of them. Yeah, yeah, they're all over the place. Huh. But mm-hmm. so this is the thing Did that I'm not that? sure of. She told me that this is like a seasonal thing. She's like, if we don't get them now, they're going to be gone. And yeah. I was like, Correct. you're full of shit. You just want to hurry up and get chickens. <laughs> excited about it. So we got chickens. That's dope. She got the coop and we got all the stuff. And Callahan you've been, Acres. You've been with your girl long enough that you know she was playing you. Oh, every day, man. <laughs> every day I get played. So we got all this stuff and we're excited about it. Like literally just like an hour before I came to Embers tonight. So you just amazing. got the chickens an hour ago. Seriously. I had to be ago. hard to leave them at home. I bet they're super cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. What are you going to do? Sleep with them, dog? Hang out know. with them? Put them on the shoulder? So the, the, the reason shoulders why we got these like particular species yeah, is because they are all very like friendly and cuddly and they're not very skittish. So oh, there's, okay. there's other breeds oh. that are. These are not. But here's the so thing, when, the when, when you put them outside, quick question, when you put them outside, are you going to have your now dogs defend or are you guys going to get an outside dog? So we have uh, our blue healers that are kind of bred for that exact thing. Chickens, I'm not 100% on, but I think that we can at least introduce them slowly to where they kind of get that they have to do that. Uh, the coop that we have is also like, it's pretty badass. It's got handles on either side, so you could just pick it up and move it wherever in the yard and then they can just peck at the yard and eat the bugs and eat the ticks oh Oh, good move yes Mm. super cool and then we have uh the little shed there that's within the fenced yard that i'm gonna pull everything out of that's still filled with the former owner stuff 
and make that like a little kind of farm barn. Nice. I'm picturing, you remember the Animaniacs? Of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. There was those three like mafia pigeons. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They talked like the Sopranos. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't remember their names, but that's yeah. like the. Good the, feathers. The, Mess with us, will you? Cool off. <laughs> Can't throw no cool about what he's messing with. Stop. Look at Is that what they were called? They were called right. the good feathers. You yeah, okay. of course. Oh my you god, you that's great. Yeah. You I trust you on that. that up. Look that up real quick. Don't bother. It's true. I, <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. Don't look at it. I can't wait to see the artwork that comes from these. There's going to be artwork yeah. for these chickens at some point. Yeah. Guaranteed. Before okay. before I left, I told her that we should name them after the Golden Girls. Oh, that's great. But there's only three. Thank you wait. for being a hen. Yeah. Oh, well done. Are they all? Are they uh, male? Female? All all female. The rooster, you have some the, eggs. the rooster's the male, right? That was the whole idea. I mean, we eat a lot of eggs pretty much every day. We're going through four eggs. Eggs. So my uh, sister uh, is now living with her boyfriend, who is a, a, a great a great person. And um, he has a whole farm, basically. I feel like he's not a great person because yeah. you said You're right. you went Fine. out of your way. If so this dude is a real piece of shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he has like basically a whole farm in his backyard. He's a donkey. He has goats. He has like 10 or 12 chickens with one. Does he live right? by Trinity? No. <laughs> he doesn't have a dog farm if that's what okay, you're asking. Okay. Um, so 10 families have eggs forever it's amazing thing. Right. once it starts it's like do you need eggs do you need yeah. eggs do you need yeah. eggs please, please take, take these eggs, eggs. I'm their whole to top it. fridge in the in the free in the in the in the garage is just eggs yeah it's crazy so it's like the best investment ever dude yeah it really yeah. Is. Huh. how much were they very cheap Yes. Like yeah. five dollars, maybe five dollars for a yeah. chicken. Yeah, they got cooked chickens. They a have to cooked be cheap. chicken costs cheap, more than that. Cheap? Yeah, cheap, uh, cheap, yeah. cheap, very cheap. Unbelievable. Yeah, was on fire. I was gonna say the investment is cheap compared to <laughs> growing tomatoes all season, right? And then finally getting tomatoes and eating them and thinking I could have just gone to Jewel yeah. and bought these for a dollar thirty nine and had them. You, you waited months right no. now yeah. Yeah. instead of three months from now. Yeah, fifteen dollars. Now you have eggs for the rest of your yeah. life, and they're gonna eat ticks. Yeah, that's yeah. unbelievable. That's fun. I mean, it, not for the rest to do, of and it, like uh, <laughs> well, chickens don't live that long. Right, you're gonna oh, have to spend, another, you'll have to spend another fifteen dollars. Knowing my wife, she'll find a way. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. You're gonna leave these chickens to your grandkids. Oh, she'll have a goat in like six months. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, she'll have. Dig awesome. a pond, have some ducks. Uh-huh. Callahan Acres Petting Farm. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Yep. Yeah. Two-way petting zoo. What is that? What is that? Hey, ho. <laughs> you pet the animals, they and pet they you back. They pet you back. <laughs> what is a two-way petting zoo? You pet the animals, they pet you back. All right, moving on. Good reference. <laughs> Jason, yes. what are you fired up about? Well, Ryan stepped on my neck a little bit. He does that. Yeah, he's been known to with uh, with. His 17 fired ups that he had tonight because one of them was mine. I was at the DJ WPTRS. And, Correct. Uh, <laughs> and the, the draft. Uh, and the TDTC. Even as a non-disc golfer, I had an absolute blast there. It was. Can I say something? Nice. A lot of nice. fun. My intention was on my first actual pick to pick you yeah, and have you come up and get a towel. And I totally forgot in the moment. And I really wish I would have. And I'm sorry. It would have been funny. I'm if, really sorry. He really if he would have drafted you, would you have played in the event? God, no. But I would have I would have played along. Yeah, you would have completely. Yeah. And everybody would have clapped and nobody yeah. would have known the difference. Oh, that would have been great. Man, yeah. missed the opportunity. And so now you sorry. spoiled it so you can't even do it in the future. I'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah. So Next there'll be year, another PQ FTRSM. L exclamation point seven. seven. 
Next year we should draft. Did we both just say seven? We did. That was weird. Assistants, assistant captains, assistant to the captains. Is what oh, we should draft. assistant to the captains. Oh, yes. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Next year, this is going to be a, this is going to be a four day event next year. Oh, Every, everything's yeah. going to be a four day. Event. It's going to it's going to be a fourteen week league. But I'm sorry. Continue. No, I was just. Oh. Gonna repeat myself. I had I had so much fun. It was cool. it was great to see you guys in your element. It was great to see you guys even exceed my expectations of what it was going to be. So I was just proud cousin just mm. sitting there watching you guys. Doc, like, we're put together like yeah, you, my cousin. When you've we met Sean before, right? Already. Why are you once removed? Well, yeah, I have that, to that's how much you really care. By proxy, yeah. yeah, I'm once removed by proxy because of the other three. Yeah. It was just. But Doc uh, put together like a press conference. It was. So that was the like, backdrop was I so cool. Into I could not believe it yeah. was great. It was cool. You guys yeah. are doing it, man. You guys yeah. really are doing it. We have it, two man. different backdrops. So the one that we had at Fracture Run Cup is actually different. That has the Greater Joliet. I've noticed. Series I've noticed. I've been keeping an eye on these things. Okay. Details, yeah. baby. Yeah, that's right. You guys keep leveling up every year, baby. and I love baby. watching it. Baby. I mean, there was a camera <clears throat> like twenty feet in the air. All the way in the back, like up in a booth. Awesome. Yeah, just catching the crowd. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. Wait, I haven't. The video is not dropped yet, correct? No. no. Okay. Did you have when people got drafted? Did they like sit down and like get to say something to the camera about oh, like no, no, how no, they felt no, to be drafted? No, no, oh no, man. No. Okay. Oh. Still. Okay, that's a great fired up. Yeah, I'm really awesome. jealous. I couldn't be there. Um, you missed out, man. It was good. I know. I was a little heartbroken that I'm not going to be able to play in the event this year because of my nephews, my niece and nephew have a birthday party on the day of the. They're going to have a birthday yeah, every year. year, man. I know, but it's like... It's, <laughs> Damn, dog, cutthroat in this room real quick. <laughs> so my birthday's the 22nd, and their birthday, Anthony's, is on the 23rd, and Layla's on the 25th, so it's always like our birthday party. Damn. The whole family gets together, and it was like, I was going to try to go to that and then come to the party. It just wasn't going to work out, so next year, I'm going to tell my parents, sorry. Also, don't schedule it on my nephew's birthday next year. <laughs> Got oh, it. Noted. Totally. Thank you. Tropica, you listening? <laughs> Guzzarella, what are you fired up about? Oh my God, dogs on disc golf courses. No, I'm just playing. Is that too early? Is that, <laughs> too soon. Too is soon. That, too is, soon. That, is that too soon? Not too, too soon. soon. No, uh, it's a really funny one, actually, because it's been happening so lately now that uh, uh, a lot lately now that uh, the fact that the season's kind of starting up and everyone's starting to play a lot of disc golf and a lot of people are coming out of the woodworks that didn't play like throughout the kind of the winter season yeah. and like the, the earlier seasons. And now they're fair, fair weather fans like myself. Like I'm a fair weather fan player, man. Like, Oh, hey, me too. I hate this shit. I I hate it, but I did it all year. Like, I was just like, ugh, damn you, Vizzy, for pulling me out in four feet of snow. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm uh, fired up about, like, the old, uh, the player that's like, man, that was a, that was a great shot if it just would have. Yeah. Oh, dog. I can't take it no more. (laughs) You know, like, oh, wrong disc. I'm like, no, it's not, it's not the wrong disc. You grip locked it 150 feet to the, to the right. It's right. fine. It wasn't the disc. Yeah, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't that tree either. That was right off the tee pad that you hit, and it went 80 feet to the right. Mm-hmm. Dog fired. Grinds my gears, homie. <laughs> well, grinds my gears. We got some beef. Early, uh, early up. Dog. It's already early. What am yeah. I supposed to do the rest of the year? Right. Yeah. I'm just going to be mad now. Yeah. It's okay. over. Yeah. That's what's hot, baby. <laughs> He's, he is fired up, fired yeah, up. Yeah, I love it. That's Ooh, proper. I love it. I should have brought marshmallows. Right? Yes. Yeah. Burned. Didn't matter what disc you used. Doesn't matter. Yeah. What? Do you have anything you want to ask me? Hey, Alex. Yeah, hey. No, you uh, got to go like this. Hey, Alex, what are you fired up about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are you fired up about? Uh, two very, well, one, one little. You can only have one. 
You had four. <laughs> no, he actually had 16. He, 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 he can camouflage yeah. it with four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one is actually a very good little transition from the GJTDC. GJTDC. TDTC for short. Again, that's my nephew's birthday party that weekend. And for his, he's like addicted to wrestling right now. He's every time I see him, all he can do is list all the wrestlers that he knows, which I love because for some reason he's into the era that I was into. So he's like, do you know Stone Cold Steve Austin? I'm like, yep. Oh yeah. He's like, do you know Shawn Michaels? I'm like, yep. He just, that's, that's how we interact now. And I love it. So I just bought him. And he's just watching all that old stuff on YouTube. Just on YouTube. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oh, so great. And, and while wow. we're watching it on YouTube, he's making me play the action figures with him at the same do time. You stop him and explain to him that you couldn't do that when you were his age with the wrestlers. No, he's, ne- do he's that, only please. five or six. I don't six, care. So. Explain to him how good he has it. Yeah. Right. <sighs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. He he would stop me mid sentence and be like, do you know who uh, Vader is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't Fleeting talk thoughts. to him. You just can yes. listen to him. Yes. Anyways. Uh, I bought him and myself tickets to go see WWE oh, in uh, wow. Rockford no. in May. Yeah, I hope he doesn't freak out. We might have to leave halfway through because it might just be too much for a little kid. <laughs> right, we're gonna be on the floor. There's gonna be a bunch of like obnoxious thirty year olds drunk. Like we'll see what happens. Yeah, but I'm just imagining him on my shoulders the whole time. We're gonna make a sign beforehand. Uh, so I'm pretty Hell excited yes. about that. That'll be That's that'll be cool. Twist his balls. <laughs> I remember when Twist my his balls. my dad took me to the to my first wrestling thing and yeah. Rocky, like the one of the chants was Rocky sucks. And I was so young that I remember being like, Dad, can I say Rocky sucks? And he was like, you know what? Go for Today it. Today you can. Today you can. <laughs> Rocky sucks. You know, as a little kid, just yeah. that was like a highlight. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. You know, and- it was like the highlight of one of my the Christmases was like when I was a kid, and I think I'm a little bit older than you guys, but like the rings and the figures that didn't even move. The figures they're just like stuck. Oh, they yeah. were like oh, yeah. rubbery but yeah, yeah, stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you would like fling them off. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh my god! It the elastic uh, like ring. One hundred with the one hundred and like you put new hairbands. You would put them up. You would put them up top and you can like push this thing down and then hit it and you like jump off the top. Yes. Oh my god! So my parents got privy to the situation where like I would wake up at like five a.m. right and they'd be up to like one wrapping shit. The last thing they had to do, they just like leave it out in the middle of the room. Un- un- unwrapped because I'd be up and be like oh shit what's that and I, I'd like all day like, oh, what's going on the rest- and like oh, the wrestling buddies absolutely. remember the wrestling buddies oh, oh yeah. yeah dog and the wrestling buddies yeah yeah dog where you oh, had to stick God. your thumb up inside their, their butthole and like kind of have them fight that's how it was but you would yeah. go you would yeah. go at it yeah. is that the first time you've said butthole on the show this season probably this season I yes. think yeah. it is maybe yeah. Nice. Yeah, what an honor. Bring it to four episodes. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's check, solid. Check one. Yeah. Uh, I went to uh, Binghamton. Yeah, WWF and saw Andre the Giant and I, like and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Like, sure. It's still perfectly in my memory. Like, I am still there right now. It's Dude. real to me. Somewhere it's in still, my parents' book. Yeah. It's still real to me, it's damn it. It's still real to me, damn it. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Somewhere in my parents' garage is a, a foam two by four. Hacksaw Jim Duggan two by four. Oh, dude, you got to reclaim that. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's somewhere. I'll, I'll find it. Have your but, dad send you that photo. Yeah, you need yeah, to I'm go into like Michael's or Hobby <gasps> Lobby and get the glass thing that they have for signed baseball bats. Oh, oh sure. Yeah, put it and in. put. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Have that up with your. I can already see how it's like all shredded and ripped, and because oh, we hit brutal. the shit out of each other with it. My brother yeah, and I. Have. Oh, we beat the. Oh god. It's like a rubber so, bat at that. Point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This kid, your nephew, is yeah. gonna live that 
for the rest of his life. Dude, I awesome. hope. I really hope so. That's why, like, if yeah. he gets overwhelmed and we have to leave, that's fine. He's a kid. Like, not a big deal. But Give him a beer, dude. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Listen, level, that, level that off. Yeah. Level it off. Right? Yeah, we'll see. Like, what happens if WWE moves. stays at WWE? Right. My, my hope is that we get through the whole thing and that it's, like, something he remembers forever. But oh, he will. He, he goes will. to bed at, like, 7 o'clock, and this thing doesn't even start until 7 o'clock. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll see. He's going to be hyped as fuck. Well. I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that he takes a nap beforehand. late and seeing wrestling. Nap from noon. Six. We'll see. Yeah. The other thing I'm fired up about is my team at Disc Golf Chicago. I'm so, so grateful right now because for the last couple of weeks, probably the last couple of months, honestly, I've been a, a, in a real funk, very, very depressed and anxious and just like not able to keep up with all the things I needed to keep up. And a couple, couple of weeks back, I was just like, guys, I'm sorry. I, I need to take a step back from this. I know we have a lot going on, but I need to like heal. I need to focus on getting better. And Kevin Derrick and Eric Savoy have just handled so much while I've been gone. And it's like, I have been checking back on like our group chats recently. And it's like, damn, you guys are handling. Mm-hmm. So like we have just gotten approval from the Cook County Forest Preserve to do a pop-up tournament tour series through uh, three different forest preserve sites. There's a wow. lot of red tape that goes on with all that. Sure, sure, sure. We have some new like people that are involved in leadership now. Danielle Sass is going to be a tournament director for one of those. Oh, um, she's great. She's cool. amazing. Yeah. Jake Jackson, uh, he's involved in a bunch of different organizations, but he's he's running a tournament at Bussy Woods. I also got to shout out Nick Fords, who uh, kind of came onto the scene during uh, the beginning, like the early stages of our Forest Preserve project. And he's just been doing so much high-level communication, project management. Uh, he's, he just came out of nowhere and is doing so much important work for us. Um So super grateful for everything Nick is doing. There's just a lot going on and I have not been a part of it. So Disc Golf Chicago could not have been doing anything if these guys weren't leading the charge. And I'm just very grateful to them. And I want, I hope they listen and hear this. You guys are absolutely the future of Disc Golf Chicago. And I'm super, super grateful for everything they're doing. Rockstar. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. It's time for the Cal Hellender rundown. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, all right, that is uh, <laughs> that's that's all the fired up. That was a long fired up. I feel like everybody had a lot, Feels good. A lot there, but yeah, yeah there was a lot good. of good stuff. Feels real good. Now we need to hear about what kind of events we need to hear about not touching the microphone one we more need, time. Go ahead. Now we need to hear about what kind of events we have coming up, which means it's time for the Callahallender rundown brought to you unofficially by discgolfscene.com. Come on, Pete. Should we have Jason do it? It is a Callahallander rundown. I mean, he is so, a Callahan. I thought about this. I like that. If I did it, it would be the Fancha Hallander. And I don't like that. And if you did it, it would be the Semihallander. Salamander. Salamander rundown. Alexander Hallander. Yeah. Or you could be the Kurta Hallander. Yeah. And yours just sounds too much like inseminator. And I don't like that. The the Seminala Hallander. I don't like it. Oh. I just showed Ryan my AirPods uh, that I, I actually got from my previous company. They got they send me AirPods that are engraved, and they say it says the Seminator. It doesn't say Inseminator. But, so uh, close. Uh-huh. I always wanted my nickname to be the Inseminator. The yeah. in is implied. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure yeah. Is. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. But it has to be the Callahallander, so yes. you can do it. Because Sean is admittedly not feeling... 100%. So. A little yeah. under the weather, very congested, if you can't already tell. I just think it would be very funny to mm-hmm. see Jason go Explain. through all the things that yeah. I have to go through to read the Kelly Hellander rundown. Jay, are you up for it? Yeah, definitely. Sick. Oh, oh, I love it. He would never say no. no. no yeah. You could throw him on the spot for about anything oh, other than playing disc golf. You uh-huh. could ask questions. 
throughout mm-hmm. if you have any. Whatever right. is there for you. This is the Callahan to run. Oh, I've already no, no, no. So off to a great <laughs> start. <laughs> The Callahan Just run through it, baby. The Callahallander Rundown Spring 2.0. The second stop on the GJTS Workforce Spring Open Four at Trinity Links goes live for registration on Friday, April 15th. Which the is event our which, is, which is the tomorrow. Day. Your yes. last week. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The event is on Saturday and Sunday, May 14th and 15th. We will definitely be running another flex start or two leading up to the event at Trinity. So you guys can Who's get we, your, Jason? Me. Uh, so you guys can get your practice in since the course is still technically closed. Cough, cough. Do you want to, since you're a little congested, do you want to do the coughs? There you go. Perfect. Perfect. So close. Anything you guys need to chime in on that? No. Awesome with the flex, man. I love it. I'm loving the flex. Two of them. I just got them all situated with Mr. Kupika today. The flexi. Delwood and the Masters of the Canyons. This is a new event this year, and it is the first time we have done a Masters only event. It's been live on discgolfscene.com. Come on, on, Pete. Pete. But there are still spots in all pro divisions and a few in the AM divisions. Mm -hmm. So go check that out if you're 40 plus or know someone interested who is 40 plus. Are there still openings for that? Yes. Oh, baby, like MP40? Yeah. Did you just hear me say that there were openings (laughs) and then immediately followed up with the question, are there still openings? openings? I actually didn't hear you say that part. (laughs) Cool. Well, Sean and Ryan and everybody listening, here's the next part. (laughs) Alex doesn't care what I say. Newman. Last but not least, Monday night at KLM, Disc Golf Chicago. Oh, this is interesting considering. We'll be doing their Sunset Dubs League sign-up start at 6.15, tee off at 7. So keep going. Yeah, there's two more. Okay, DDG bag tags on Saturday mornings until June. $10 for bag tags, 15 to play, 10 a.m. sign-up, 11 a.m tee off and mr leo doc borowski is starting up trinity bag tags on sundays at trinity links this is your opportunity to play the course that has been closed for two years and get practice in for the mpqrt tppprs workforce brewing <laughs> open four and beyond tags are 15 dollars. <coughs> round is 10 dollars. that includes the ace and the ctp signups between 10 and 11, and the tee off around 11.15. And that, you sons of bitches, mm. is the Callahallander Newman Rundown. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Woo-hoo. You just lost yourself a job, dog. Yeah. You yeah. just gave it away. You better not be sick again. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> hey, I'm going to give it a seven and a half I liked out it. of ten. Yeah. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Couple two tree points. Couple hey, two, two three yeah. points. Kind of like Fancher's team this year. Hey, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> got him. Nice. Giggity. All right. Before before we actually hear from our sponsors, I want to say a quick shout out to the Disc Golf Girl on Instagram. That's the underscore Disc Golf Girl. That's Casey Della Pena. She's an FPO player. She did the intro to episode two for us. It was she, great. Yeah. She killed it. She's mm-hmm. super fun and uh, she makes really great content. Uh, definitely give her a follow. You will not be disappointed by the advice she gives. And just like she is just super entertaining. Uh, but I wanted to, to let you guys know that she also has a signature series disc that she released this year, which is a big deal. Uh, there are, they're lighter weights. They're really like female friendly discs. Uh, there's a diamond fuse and a sapphire, and you can get them at capitaldiscs.com. They might be sold out already, but she was talking about doing another run of them. So either way, give her a follow on Instagram and uh, keep an eye out for those discs. They have really, really cool artwork, and she rocks. So give her a follow. It's always nice. Cool. To, it's always nice to support. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so nice to get into 
Gavin and everyone that's uh, it's connected to Delwood, it's connected to disc golf. It's like, we need to support these people. Yeah. Absolutely. She, I mean, she's not like making money. Nobody in disc golf's really making money. Tour, she's just, she's putting this out there for people to be entertained. So mm-hmm. go yeah. check that stuff out and support her. And thanks again, Casey, you got, you really killed it with that intro. Mm-hmm. For sure. And now we're going to hear from our sponsors. Right now. Hey guys, it's Andy O'Day. You know me as AO, the mortgage pro, your favorite disc golfing mortgage broker. If you are looking to refinance, now is the time to go over those numbers to see what's going to make the most sense for you. If you're looking to purchase, whether now or in the next maybe 18 months, let's develop that game plan. So when the time comes, you're going to be ready to go. You guys know how to reach me on all the social media platforms, AO, the mortgage pro. If you guys mention unstable discourse, when you call me, you will get a free travel basket after closing. And now you can find me on Spotify and Apple podcasts. We are live now episode zero of amortize this talking all things real estate and all things mortgages i look forward to speaking to you guys and hopefully i'll see you on the course listen to unstable discourse on spotify apple podcasts iHeartRadio, google podcasts or write from unstablediscourse.com like us on facebook follow us on instagram or subscribe to our youtube channel if you have the time leave us a rating and review or just tell a friend it helps the podcast get to more listeners we are right. back from the break, and we are uh, we got a little extra fuel in our system. Uh, Mr. Guzzo brought in. What would we, we have shots of? Jam- was that Jameson? Uh, Jameson Black Barrel. Yes, sir. Black it was Black a hell of a toast. It was very good. Than Jameson. Yes, it is. I wish Dried half the people. Dried out. I wish half the people that offered you shots did a toast. Sean feels half great as good now. as that. He's toast. not even sick anymore. Right? Much better, dog. Yeah, much better. Thank you. All right, so now that we're back from the break, that means it's time for the bangers and mash. Can you do your best British accent and say bangers and mash? There is no way I can do that. You do can, we've, we've all done it. I don't even think I have all, one. We've all done it. The, the worser, the better. You got to do it. The worser, the better? Uh-huh. Isn't that like an Irish thing, though? <laughs> like bangers, isn't that Irish? Was it Irish or is it English? <laughs> don't go and give the old bangers and mash, man. Okay. Uh, that's, that's pretty bad. It's pretty <laughs> bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> so, I watched a lot of Peaky Blinders, but I don't know how to do so it. so good. I don't the man. Bang. Bang. I don't know how to. I don't know how to handle that, yeah. but I love it. You guys it. are Irish. You guys want to do it, right? Like hundred percent. I'm sure you guys can do it pretty good. The too farty, too farty. The bangers and mash, bangers yeah. and mash, bangers and mash, bang, bang, bang. I think I did bangers and mash. That was horrible. That was horrible. Yeah, thirty-two things you hated today. Kylie, Kylie really set the standard when she said bangers and mash in it. Uh, yeah, in it. In, it. in it, that's the key. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's time for the bangers and mash. It's the, 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 the re- mash. <laughs> it's, you can't forget him. All right, I like this. I like this vibe a lot. Uh, we're going to be talking about the mental game. Sean and I talked about this during the break. I think a really cool way to frame this is we're going to talk about how important is the mental game when you're playing disc golf. And like how your self-talk is a really important part of being able to compete at a really high level. And we'll also talk about why good, healthy self-talk is important off the course, like just in life. Hmm. So I think a cool place to start is none of us compete outside. What, what What's your rating? What division do you usually play? Me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's looking at me. He was talking to everybody. Then he's like, you. I know Jason's, the, da, Jason's no, been, pro. So here's yeah, like, yeah, the craziest no. thing is uh, no. I'm MA3, right? Okay. Rec. I'm an A3, 875. I literally have gone down and up the entire last year and today. I have never moved, ever. I'm right in the same bracket. Really? I never there moved. There was just a ratings update on Tuesday? Yeah. Okay. Tuesday, yeah. Consistency. Now, right, the reason- yeah, 100%. It didn't budge. All year. 
The reason I ask oh, yeah. you, how many rated rounds do you have this year? I played every tournament last year, I think almost. What about this year? Uh, I haven't played any tournaments, but I played flexes, and I'm Which now is... in a ten week flex with C1. So that's it. I haven't moved from 875, 874, 876, 874, Hmm. So consistency is key. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. It's it's, it's I'm a consistency guy. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. If you can't show yourself that you're consistent, I would. Like, honestly, I would rather be, I mean, that's like the whole thing too, is like, that's me. I'm a consistent guy. Just as long as I'm showing up 1% every single day, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. I went into tournaments. Like I, I go into tournaments, man. I am like circle one putts in a tournament. Holy shit. I'm like Peter Parker on the side of a, on the side of a building before I knew I can fly and shoot webs. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Shaking. 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 I'm there, dude. Am I'm I with putting you. or am I? It's so yeah. crazy, dog. Only then or is it off the it's, tee? Is you, it everywhere? No, it's, it's, it's only tournaments. Like when tournament play happens, man, yeah. it's the cri- Starting on like 13 at Delhi for a tournament, dude, I'm like. <laughs> so what you're saying is it's working. What we're doing is working. No, Good. I think it should, it should be that way, though, too. Yeah. Like, I think you should always start very uncomfortable, like how we do it in C1, too, our C1 Open, right? Yeah. It's over the water, dog. Yeah. It's over the water. Dude, that's a 350. I think it's a 350 to the bottom of the the water and the grass. And I think it's 356, 357 to the basket. And then 360 and above is OB. Right. But we have that little island to the left. Yeah. Dog, I'm like shaking like island. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, give me the island every time. Because I can't yeah. rip that over that. There's For no sure. way. Most right? people yeah. can't. The reason I was specifically interested in your rating and like what what level division you play is you're a very fit person. Like physically, you could play. If, it, if mentals were not a part of it and it was just a matter of like what you could do physically, there's no reason why you couldn't play at the highest level with any of the, any other professional player, in my opinion, does that make sense? You guys, are you guys following me? I appreciate that. But in this game, it doesn't mean shit. That's, that's what I think. I think just because you mean like your, your physical. Yeah. I mean, it it does, but it doesn't, right? It does. And that stamina is super important. Stamina is good, but I think, um, fluidity, I mean, even a golf game, right? Like you saw Tiger Woods play when he was a stick stickly, right? And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden Tiger Woods went to the gym. He came back and it was like, Oh, Look at Tiger Woods' arms with his red shirt on on Sunday, and he's just destroying for 15 years straight. Right. So yeah. there's a thing to it, right? It's not just like if you go to the gym, you're going to be good at the sport. This sport takes way more um, rotation and rotational speed than I think actual stick golf does. Mm-hmm. It 100% does. Because you're standing still in ball Well, golf. your arm is, you know, whatever length it is, but a club extends that speed. So to get the same speed. To get the same, would you I, stop I hit the microphone. The microphone? To Good get the same God, speed with your arm as a club would, yeah, it's much more difficult. On other side of it too, the other side of the coin is the fact that, like, when you ball golf, you are standing still the entire time. Like we are trying to either stand still and or X step and or one step and or what's comfortable for you, right? So sure. if you don't think this has anything to do with it, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And people who aren't seeing this right now is the fact that I went into a, a really hard shot. It's just like, you have to know how to do that. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. But ball golf is just right here. There's there's obviously a certain amount of like athletic intuition when it comes yeah. to your mechanics. Well, I think of Calvin Heimberg because Dude, I, maybe, maybe Calvin Heimberg hits the gym, but I really doubt he hits it hard, if at all. 
right? He's got the athletic intuition and he's got a wingspan that's about 14 feet long. Yep. And he he's smart enough to understand his game and how it plays. And he smashes 600 feet. And that's all there is to it. Well, yeah. What I, what I, I guess what I'm doing a bad job of trying to get to is physically. You it, look good and you're not that good at disc golf is what he's trying no. to say. Right. So you let me know, talk about like, that really quick. No, 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 no. no. Hold on. look strong enough to throw 500, bro. Why aren't you doing it? What, I'm not even talking about distance. What I'm trying to get to is. Dog, I'm out. The people who compete at the highest level, what is it that's separating them from us? It's a, it's, they have the, the time, like that's their, their job. They're, they're focusing on it completely. It's a huge, it's a huge of part it. of it. Huge. But I, I would argue that the number one thing that separates them is the mental game. The people who are consistently hitting their putts and who are consistently like mm. when you have an errant shot, it's not ruining your round. You're not having a breakdown. Oh, I think that's the biggest part. That's that's what I'm trying to you know yeah. that's the the picture I'm yeah, trying yeah, to paint here yeah, yeah, yeah. is to compete at the highest level. It's the people who have the time to practice not just the mechanics, but like training themselves and talking to themselves about how to stay consistent, how to come back from when you know you start off with a triple bogey on hole one. How do you not let that ruin your entire round? Mm-hmm. Do do any of you feel like you have a really solid mental game when you play? Zero. No, I fly by to the seat of my pants. Yeah. Like especially with really? which oh, oh, I don't play in very many rated rounds or tournaments or anything like that. But when I do, everything is out the window. And however I play is how I assume I'm just going to play. If it starts off like shit, well, that's it. I'm going to play yeah. like shit. And there's nothing that my mind can do to force that in the other direction. It's just how it is. Like I, I don't have a, a mental preparedness plan for any of that. I would say there's nothing that you can do only because you haven't trained your mind. Like, oh, I would agree with that. That's the thing. Is sure, like It's the sure. time and the practice. I and the know training. how to play. I can. And I'm maybe a couple points higher than Anthony, you know, but um, fine. It's not much. We're on the same page, basically. But I know I could be at a higher level. I could play advanced, but my mental game is such that if I throw an errant shot, that's there the goes end. the round. That's it. And it's not because I get frustrated and, and hate the game and can't play anymore. It's just I've settled with myself that, oh, that is how this is going to go today. And that's how it's going to go. And that's how it goes. Interesting. And that's I, it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think that it's like the way that our game, because we play together so often, mm-hmm. early birdies, you know, that's like our core foursome that when we get together in golf, it's like a really fun time. And we're so happy to be hanging out with each other that we're not super worried about like I I golf with a lot of people and I'm exposed to a lot of different disc golfers that utilize this sport in very different ways. Sure. The core of my enjoyment from it is having fun with my friends. So I know so many people, so many, most of the people I know that start to dislike it because they're not having that good time. And Mm. it is very serious and is, I can't believe what my circle one percentage is and blah, blah, blah. And they're really hard on themselves. And I, I struggle to identify with that because at my core values of what I'm doing is I'm stoked to be hanging out with Ryan. And if we get some birdies today, sick, Dope. but if we get bogeys, I still got to hang out with Ryan and Joe and Donnie and we still had a blast. And it was, that was why I was here. It's a big, big monumental shift in your mindset. Yeah, it's a gigantic. I'm not yeah. cognizant of yeah. what I'm doing correctly and what I'm doing incorrectly. I'm just I'm there in the moment, and however it goes, it goes. I don't think about it at the time, but I'm sure you know in my mind it has already been made up. So if I throw a bad shot, 
that's just how it's going to go. And I know there is a way to reverse that mentally and, you know, get yourself back in the game and prepare yourself to play well. And I just, that's not, if you have that bad, that errant shot, as you put it, like at the beginning, that doesn't mean that you're not having fun the rest of the round necessarily. You just may not like, and that's, that's really the thing is like knowing what you really want to get out of it. And it's okay to just be like, my goal for the round is to enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm not going to have a breakdown or freak out or get most of the time. I'm not going to let it ruin everything. If I had a bad shot, most of the time it is to enjoy it. But if I'm playing a sanctioned round, there is the the pressure because you get that number and it's uh, quote unquote official. So there has to be accountability with yourself, but it goes out the window. Like I don't, we played the funk last year Mm -hmm. and I shot hot round first round. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how that round was better than my normal play. I just did. And it felt great. And we were, we were good. Second round, I shot hot garbage (laughs) and it was the same day. I'm blaming it on Taco Bell because that's that, the only that has a whole <laughs> right. different different sway to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Two rounds. Yeah. Are you capable of that? Have you ever done that? How many mm-hmm. times have you done that? How many mm-hmm. times you've not done that? Mm-hmm. What did you eat in the middle? Like what did you eat during the day? Yeah. What did you eat for breakfast? There's yeah. there's it's too much. And you know, it's the card much. was different, but I I still got along super great with every it was Travon and Dan McMillan and David Pena. Oh fire. Damn, that's a great card. Fire card. Fire card. Fire card. And you know what? Great was card. You had me at Travon. Yeah. Yeah. We all played, we all shot exactly the same round. No way. And we were lead card. We we Crazy. all just shot garbage. I don't know what it was, but once we got to like four holes in, I had already committed to, ah, this is going to be a garbage round. It's very hard to put together two solid rounds. I, I very rarely have done that in tournaments. I usually yeah. have a trash round and then I come back or it's a great round and then the mm-hmm. next round is trash. Yeah. Putting together two solid rounds under pressure the whole time. That's the kind of thing I'm trying to articulate. Like the people who can do that consistently, there's a lot of good self-talk that they're trained in. And yeah. there's a lot of like focus that they're trained in. That's stuff that, that's yeah. off the course as Speaking well. Speaking of that, we we talked about this earlier. Paige Pierce is playing in, you know, one of the majors today. Today. Her first round. First champion hole. Cup. First hole. First hole. Lead card. Mm-hmm. Lead card. Five for five trees, baby. Oh, just. Five time champ. Five-time tree. Dude. Just Five-time tramp. It was hard to watch, right? But was it? But was it? Or were you like, oh, it happened. She's human, Human, right? Yeah. It happens. But after all of that, she's still one down and still in the mix. And tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday? Four rounds. Dude, you've no idea. She's going to kill it because she has that that cognizant mental capability to turn off what happened yesterday and crank on it today. 18 times four right. minus one hole. Right. Dog. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you kidding me? Right. You're gonna you're gonna give it up for one mm-hmm. hole. Yeah. You have full rounds of 18 about to be played. You don't know it's hot. You don't know what's slow, but you know what? You go out there one day, you hit five trees off the first tee. Next, you know, next thing you go out the next day, you ace the next hole, or you hit a birdie. It's like, dude, I- that's the game. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's right. the game we're in. That is I've- why we're all chasing playing this as much as we can because there's so much of it that we do have control over, but there's a lot that we don't. At least for me, like what Ryan was saying earlier, I prefer to be in this situation, I think, because I have to control so many things all the time in my business life. Business, right, that right, like right. When I'm out, I'm, I kind of enjoy the fact that like I don't have it all super figured out. You know, I know that what I'm doing is not wrong. Sure. But everybody's right or correct is different and mine is my way and I'm going to play it my way. Like, you know, working with Mark Borowski, who is like a form nerd, you Mm -hmm. know, he's like, Mm -hmm. 
my my little baby bird, but he's always talking about form. And and for him, it is that way because he was raised on the sport and he's been doing it for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Since so he, he was a kid. He like, thinks uh, of it uh, in those terms, but like, I don't. And I, I explain to him constantly that I hear everything that you're saying and I want you to help me become a better disc golfer, but I'm not thinking about that when I play disc golf ever. I'm never thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm just out doing my best version of the ability that I have. Right. So that gets broken down to like wants and needs, right? Mark may be saying one thing to you and you may be asking him questions and then you talk to him and he's like, yeah, dude, just do this and this and this ABC, one, so two, three. Obvious. But you're like, in your head, you're like, that would be a great world. But yeah. right now I'm running businesses yeah, right. and tournaments. <laughs> exactly. yeah. And it's like, right now it's like, that's not what you need to focus on because there you got other things going on that are making a great impact in the world and for yourself and your, your farmstead. I don't have that time. Yeah. I don't have that time. And that's perfectly okay. Perfectly okay. And we can go back to like, uh, you asked uh, earlier, you were like, uh, Vizzy has said something about you, you know, about yeah. the whole mental game and these things are going on. I don't know if you guys remember how, not to call out Vizzy, because I'm not going to call you out, but I didn't call you out. Um, <laughs> Vizzy, Vizzy, last year, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, like last year when I first started talking to all of you guys, actually, mm-hmm. minus you, Jason, I'm sorry. That's okay. You know, it made up for today. Uh, kind yeah. of, kind of. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Um, <laughs> Okay. It was one, it was one of those things where like, you know, I just came onto the scene and I just got into circle one. And I really didn't know what was going on. I, I took nine years off of the whole game. You know, I took nine years off of, of disc golf, but I got back into it because of something that happened in my personal life. Right. Right. So I came back to it and I found a love for it again. And then for the first time, someone told me to go to Delwood and I'm like, where? Because I was always like, mm-hmm. I was at the first tee off for the Oaks. 25 years ago. You know, That's like the best that, course in the area. What are you talking about? 100%, Delaware? right? Yeah. Like, oh my God. <clears throat> I was there when like uh, Highland, it wasn't even Highland. I went to, we went to go play it and there was no tee boxes. You know, like I was there. Oh, wow. When I, I was there. Oh God, I'm, here we go. Here we go. Tell what me, are you like? How 50, old are you? dog? God, yeah. You keep 60, talking. 65, homie. <laughs> 65, you know? So it's one of those things like I was there. I was there. And like, I didn't what know time how, do you usually eat dinner? Like 3.45? Oh my gosh, does it catch Golden Girls at night? You know, I lost I lost touch with the game for like nine years, right? So I come back. Everyone was saying, you got to go check out Delwood. Delwood, 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 right? What's that? Where's it at? So anyway, like go to Delwood. I'm like, holy shit. Went with my nephew for the first time. And it just, just so happened we walk in. And that was the second, uh, second time you remodeled the place, right? You mm-hmm. just remodeled the second time. First time, closet. Second time, bigger closet. And I was there for the third time, but I went there with my, with my nephew, who was 20 at the time. We bought discs, and actually, Sean was in, Sean Callahan was in the Disc Golf Pro Shop. And I was like, what the no, f*** man. is this place, right? Right. Because there was no place like that. When we played, we'd do it to liquor stores. Mm-hmm. Liquor stores. K's. K's in Shorewood was my spot. Yeah. Yeah. We, we went to like New Lennox. Yeah. New Lennox. Yeah. There was a yeah. guy who sold beer. Still. Right? Yeah. Still doing it by hand. That's Gary. That's one of Gary's accounts. Gary Lewis sells is the it, discs out of that place. Is it really? Yeah. And then same is, with Highland. Is, is Highland same? Yeah, really? that's oh. all. And case unbelievable. So uh, going back to like what you said, it was like one of those things. Like you have to understand what's going on around you to actually understand what's going on around you. And when you don't, you get a little frazzled. All those things, like Mark mm-hmm. was telling you, you got to do this, you got to do that, and you're like, I'm just not there right now. Yeah. And like, I was just not there right now. And I walked into you at the, at the shop and all these things. And it was just a bananas event of like, holy shit, man. This thing went upside down, left to right. Amazing. The, the, the sport grew so much. Yeah. And talking about walking into talking to him with my nephew at the time. 
who just started playing golf, which he doesn't know about this right now. I'm not looking at him, but my nephew <laughs> just got a box of Discmania, the hundred dollar box for Christmas, right? Mm. He just got it, walked in there, and now he's picking out discs for my nephew. And I'm like, yeah, give him this, give him that. And he was like, nah, he shouldn't have that. He should have this. And I was like, cool. Because I had no idea, right? Because like, I'm looking at the store yeah. and I'm like, DX this needs. is not. That's yeah. what you need. Dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. The most gracious person was Sean Callen at the time. And I told him time and time again, I actually took Sean, uh, when I got the, the whole Delhi Award thing too, like Sean and I talked way before that. And it was oh, like. Oh, listeners, if you don't know, Guzzo is one of the. Delhi recipients. He's one of the first, recipients. first Delhi recipients. One of nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the one of the original nine uh, did not deserve it. If you're listening, did not deserve it. Um, how it how it came about was, uh, you know, before I can see you getting emotional. Before we get to that, <laughs> and we'll get to it. Listen, I want to take us back in this conversation a little bit. We were talking. You were talking about Paige having one bad hole, but there's four more days of golf left. Dude, and this takes me back to an episode of your podcast that I listened to, where you talked about one bad day with your diet, or one bad day with oh no, you, like people have bad days, but you can get back on it. Like one bad day shouldn't, or even one bad minute, one bad hour shouldn't ruin your whole day. One bad thing that happens on the day, you've got right. One bad hour, good. You've got another 23 hours left in this day. Are you going right. to let that one hour ruin the whole day? That applies so perfectly to what you were saying about Paige and and you know playing at a pro level. The real key to the mental game, I think, is how you talk to yourself in life in general, not just on the course, but how you how you are able to coach yourself when, when things are not going your way and how to remind yourself of what still can be and what, what do you really want to get out of this day, this hour, this week, this round, whatever. It's that positive self-talk. I feel like you are really an expert in that. I feel like it's helped to shape the Guzzo that I, I never met Guzzo, you know, way back when I'm just meeting this version of you. Right. You've, you've, you know, come out of, of metamorphosis from, you know, a, a crazy chapter of your life. Can you talk a little bit more about that mentality of like, how do you make sure you don't let that one bad hour or that one bad shot color the rest of your day? Alex, Wonderful question. You can actually put that into almost a crazy caricature of what actually is, right? Like, like you just said two seconds ago, you said, now you see me for this person that does X, Y, Z, right? It's like, you're telling yourself that story to yourself that this is what Guzzo is, right? And you don't even, maybe, maybe you do, or maybe you don't know the background of the whole situation, you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't matter anything because how I'm presenting myself to you, you're already telling yourself like, this is Guzzo, this is Guzzo, this is Guzzo. And the hindsight of it is like, you look at a golf game, right? Three rounds, two rounds, one round. It doesn't matter. How can you possibly give up on yourself after one hole? How can you hit five trees off of one tee pad and go seven on the first hole? It doesn't matter if you go 20 on the first hole. There's four, three more rounds left, right? So if you have one bad, one bad hole, how is that possibly going to screw you for the next 17 holes that day and 18 holes the next day. Honestly, it doesn't make any sense. So if we can go back to the whole thing of like caddying for Vizzy last year and we can go to, it's not just carrying a bag type of thing. Like I'm not just here to carry your bag, dog. I'm not, I'm not. Right, a caddy is much more than that. That's Sean, Sean, you know a little bit about, about caddying, right? Caddy for some people, decent players. It's the sure. same thing when you go to the the PGA, right? The PGA, right? There's a reason why these guys make a million and a half, two and a half million dollars. There's a reason why the caddies do. There's a reason. They're not just shining your clubs and carrying your bag. They're not just doing that. And I think if we can just like fast forward to like when you carry someone's bag in and in, in disc golf, you have a you have an opportunity and a purpose, man. You are not just putting on a backpack. You are not just carrying towels. You're not just carrying discs for somebody. You are there to get them through your 18 holes. 
I feel yeah. like it's it's a responsibility. 100%, dude, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I wish 100%. that we saw more of that within the community of the people that everybody's homies with everybody. And you do sure. see it. It exists for sure. But I, mm-hmm. I wish that it was uh, used more and there was more people out there carrying the bags for the, the boys and the girls, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be super cool. And I don't, I, I think that what caddying for me, what I've taken away from it is like, there's so many things that you can take away. You could take away being a better player or learning the ability to be there for somebody else. And that feels fantastic Mm. to to be supportive of somebody else you know just be selfless being selfless feels awesome and i don't think people get that enough in their lives that such an easy way to to be able to do that it's such a metaphor for life yeah you need a caddy like you need a good friend in life to just be able to catch you when you're off track to be able to talk to when you're not feeling right when Mm -hmm. you're not feeling like yourself things don't really start to get better unless you can you know get stuff out and Mm -hmm. ideally to a good friend Mm-hmm. You know, you need to be able to get things out and have somebody just be your sounding board and and keep you in check, keep you on track. It's very hard to to have those battles just by yourself, not just on the disc golf course, whatever you're going through. Uh, never. There, there's you never have those battles by yourself, yeah, dude. That, Absolutely That not. battle's there's already no, lost. No, yeah. Yeah. No if, fucking if you don't. way. I mean, that's just the thing, too, is like, not to cut you off, Ryan. No, 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 go like, ahead. Like, no, it's like, there's no reason why... You should be battling anything in your life alone. I don't care if you're a male or a female. It doesn't matter at this point. It's you need to do something. You're failing at something or you think you're failing at something. You have to have that other person with you to be not just your teammate, but your no, partner man. in the end of it. This is a life thing. It's not just a caddy thing. You go caddy, life, friend, loved one, you know, family member. It doesn't matter. But when you understand that you need someone to help you out. And when you accept that to yourself, you need someone to help you out because we can't do this thing alone, dog. Mm-mm. This thing is not done alone. And as soon as you understand that, that's a huge, huge up in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did that long time ago. I thought it was all on me. Me, 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 me. You can write to this, dude. I know you can. And I thought it was the whole, everything was on me. On me, like a no, cement suit, dude. I never asked anybody for anything. You know what the best thing in my life was? Is that when I hit rock bottom, I came back and I said, you know what? Now I have to rely on other people. Now I have to get the community around me. Now I have to get the five, the sum of the five people around me, the strongest people around me. I love it's, that. It's one of those things where it's like- Can you elaborate you, on that a little bit more? 100%. I think 100%. a lot of people won't be familiar with that concept. Cool. So you are only the sum of the five people that are around you. That you, you spend are, the most time around. 100%. The most time around those people, the five people. That's it. That's all. That's all you are. Think about who you spend the five people you spend the most time around on a regular basis. It's a good time to take a little like self inventory. Yeah. Who do you spend the five people you spend the most time around? You're a sum. Let's go around the table and let's talk about everybody's five people. No, I don't mind. I will. I'll start. And I don't even have five. Go on. Go. Start. Think I have five. Uh, Trisha's one. Uh, She's in this room right now. Uh Um, She's definitely one. I think Vizzy is one also. And I don't mean to say I think he is one. I have said personal things to three out of the four people in this room. Um, besides that, I think Sean Callahan is one and Ryan Fancher is one. Um, besides, <sighs> besides that, besides that, it's very difficult to put a percentage on what is actually working. But here's the thing. But the whole thing is like you have to break it down to you're either an anchor or an uplifter. And what I mean by that is you're either holding me back or you're lifting me and pushing me forward. And you can't be one of the both and you can't have your no, foot in both pools because if right. you're pulling me down you're a no, pulling me down right. and that is that and you're gone done psh, gone so it's one of those things where it's like you have to audit your circle every day every week every mm-hmm. month you have to audit your shit 
Yeah. Because someone that works for you now and you believe in them now may not be the same person tomorrow. And that's the scariest part. But you have to know the difference between the people that are trying to help you in the long run. You have to believe in those people. And that's why you, you, you put yourself into them. You believe in them and you listen to them how they talk. And that's the whole thing we're getting down to is like you have to understand the people that are around you first before you can even say, I trust them with who I am and who are my five. That reminds me a lot about how people talk about you want to get better at disc golf, play in a better division. The people that you're going to spend time around, the way they see the game, the way they approach the game, you spend more time with those people, your game is going to improve. It's the same, like you can extrapolate that to outside of disc golf. Sure. Mm -hmm. You keep playing, you spend your life with people who are like wreck at life. You're going to be wreck at life, dog. Like you need to find some mentors and some people that lift you up and Mm -hmm. people that help you be the best version of yourself. You need thousand rated friends. Dude. Thousand Dude. rated friends. That's Minimally. the new name of the episode. Minimally. Thousand rated friends. Minimally. Yeah. Oh, that's that so good. Well, that's the thing. That's like, if <laughs> that should have been the name of the podcast. That, that, that's just the thing, though, too. It's like if you want to if you want to run with the week, you're going to develop a limp, man. You know, because you don't really notice that until it's too late. I wow. think the people who compete at the highest level have carefully audited their circle. 100%. They sur- surrounded themselves with people that motivated them mm-hmm. and made them want to be better. Uh, And that doesn't mean that you cut people out who are struggling. Like you can be a good friend and help lift up a friend who's struggling. But there is a probably a certain point where you may have to go, dude's been struggling for like 10 years. Does he want to change or does she want to change? Like, I don't know how there's a hole in that tub and I keep pouring my cup into that tub and like, well, it's draining me. Exactly, dude. But at the end of the day, Alex, it's like you start out your day with that 16 ounce cup, right? It's up to you and you alone to divvy that up to where you need that energy to go. But here's the, here's the question at the end of the day, do you have enough for yourself? And that <clears> is <throat> where everything gets messed up because a lot of us who suffer from anything, just pour that thing out randomly and don't even understand that. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to go do this for myself. And it's horrible. They don't even realize at the end of the day, they, they pour themselves into it's gone. All these other people, your energy for yourself yeah. is minute. Mm-hmm. It's negative right, right. because that energy that you're getting back is horrible. Right. So when you wake up in the morning, you have to know that you are number one. Not selfishly, you get a glass number one, and now you go, oh, this glass isn't as full as it was, but I have to make this work for the day. You need to take care of yourself. You can't be a good friend to somebody. You can't be a good caddy. You can't be a thousand rated friend to somebody else if your cup is empty. Hmm. That's that's the unselfish part. Loving yourself is foundation, bro. You have to find a way to love yourself if you're going to be a good friend to anybody else, if you're going to share to anybody else. And that, again, is the key to having regular mental health that's balanced and stable and, and keeps you on a track. I mentioned earlier in this episode that I've been really depressed and, and anxious it's only the other day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, I've had a really rough go of it. And honestly, it, things did not start to, fe- this is the best I've felt in a long time. And good partially because we're doing the podcast. I woke up today, like it's podcast day and that helped lift my spirits, good. but also I wouldn't have been able to do this today if I hadn't spent the last like two weeks talking to my brother, my wife, my dad, I've reached out to a few people around me and been like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. Mm. Got some support. And, you know, just having a few people listen and offer their their support and love back. Like I'm on the upswing right now. And I Good. absolutely would not be if I didn't mm. talk to a few people, if I didn't have a few thousand rated friends around me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so, so, so grateful mm. for the people around me that have been helping to lift me up. And then like in that, in that time of need, right? Like even, even you sent me a, uh, a message on Facebook, you know, and like in that time of need, man, you have to be able to step back 
and understand that like there's so much that I'm grateful for. There's so much, man. You're waking up. You have your two eyes, your two feet. You have everything. You put your feet on the ground. It's an amazing thing. In the long run of things, we we, we don't look at that anymore. We go, oh, woe is me. Mm. Oh, woe is me. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, dude, not woe is me. Your fridge has some food in it, has some drink in it. You have a fridge. You have a water. You have water. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, man, all you need to do is reach out to somebody, you know? Like, when you felt that way, I wish you reached out to me earlier, dog. For real. Just reach out immediately. Hey, well, man, what's your number? Let I'm, call I'm awesome. happy to I'm, talk about down. that because we've talked on the show a lot about the importance of reaching out and mm-hmm. mental health. And the weird thing is that I'm so conscious of the importance of it, and yet I wasn't doing it for a long time because of the fear of I didn't want people to see me as somebody that like they couldn't count on or that you know I didn't want to be perceived in a certain way by people sure. really close to me. So. And in your heart of hearts, you know that that's not true, but there's still a fear of that. I get that. I was yeah, out that, of that, control that, yeah. of my self-talk. My yeah, self-talk yeah, yeah. was like, you can't, like, don't tell him how you feel. or don't tell her how you feel. Like they're going to worry about you and then they're going to look at you differently. Yeah. And so then you start feeling really alone. And then your self-talk just like, you're only dealing with yourself and you're not happy with how you feel. And like, it's a spiral. It's a very easily dangerous spiral. No, it's, it totally is. But you know what, what you just said and what you just said also is like, dude, that's the story that you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. You are telling yourself that story that I cannot talk to anybody. I cannot let them know what's going on. I cannot let them show weakness. I cannot, you're telling yourself that story. That's Mm -hmm. not, it's not there. It's poof. It's in the air, but yet you're believing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you're telling yourself that story. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the down slope of badness, dude. I'm telling you, when you think you can't talk to people is when you start failing at everything in life. It's not just yourself. Last, it's yourself. First, it's everything in your surroundings. Yep. Your surroundings start to suffer. Yep. Then they're like, what the no, fuck? Man. What's going on? What's going on? And then you just start you know, chip, you're chipping away at it. And it's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you just have to understand that. Don't tell yourself that story because if it means so much to you, what you think about that one person or that one story, you're telling yourself a story that's different to let yourself believe something that's non-existent. Yeah. It's the craziest thing in the world, man. And we all do it. We all do it. We it's all do so it. It doesn't weird. matter if you're going to the gym, going to the store, trying to get your life on track, trying to lose weight, trying to do this, trying to do that. Dog, we tell ourselves these stories. Just like if, and I told this, I said this earlier in the podcast, way earlier. It's like when you meet someone, right? When we all meet someone, like I, I can do it right now. I'll do it right now. And it's going to be kind of, eh, it might be weird, right? Like I met Sean. I met Ryan. I met everyone at this table, right? When did I meet you? You're automatically telling you all you guys automatically told yourself a story that who is this guy? You're already automatically doing it because no one's that pure to be like, well, I'm going to see what he's all about. No, it's you already said, I don't know about this guy. He may be this. He may be that. It's just it's automatic because you're human. Mm-hmm. We're humans, man. We can't fight that shit. But what's wor- what's worse about that than you guys looking at me and saying he's that guy is the fact that. I'm telling myself a story how you guys and are you, looking at me. And you don't know what's going on. And that else hurts said. me more because I can't read your no, minds. Yeah. Because yeah. I right. tell I, I hurt myself more about that. That's not how life is. Okay. Mm. You got to take a step back. You got to take a deep breath, man. And that is not what people are looking at you about. So put that in disc golf perspective now. We've talked about the life aspect and we we started with how our disc golf games go to shit after a few holes. What can you tell us about, okay, let's bring this back around. Let's, let's, let's bring this round back around. 
Let's forget this whole, how, how do we do that? How do I tell myself that was an errant shot, but I am still shooting a 980 rated round today. Right. So, uh, the number one thing is, man, is just breathe, just breathe, dude. Life is all about breathing. It really is. It, it relates back to disc golf. It wouldn't be life if you did not breathe. <laughs> well, we can all be clear literally. about that. Yeah. We always talked about like, you have your fir- first bed hole, right? First bed hole, you shoot 10 on mm-hmm. a par three, 10 for some reason. You want OB 16 times. Whatever. Don't look at me like that. Hey, oh, sure. Hey, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm, I'm looking at you right over, right over the microphone. As much as you want to be anxious about a game that has patience in it, we all play a game that has patience. It exercises patience from get go to no, finish. Man. And guess what? There's no finish to this game that we play. Disc golf, ball golf. There's no, there's ball. no end. There's yeah. no end to it. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to know that one shot out of 18 holes, 27 holes, however you're playing, has n- there's no validity in it. When you take a step back, you have to take a deep, deep breath and say, dude, it's one shot. You got to keep going to the next shot. And that's life. Right. That's life. Expectations. It, you, know, you can't. Don't get lost in expectations. You want to go out there and be like, I'm going to slay 18 down, baby. I think Dog. that's what I see people struggle with the most being in the shop is that the expectations are just way off. I've got MA4 guys that are beating themselves up about shooting a few over par. And I'm like, but that's great for your skill level. That's fantastic. Why yeah. are you comparing yourself against those MA1 scores and MPO scores and thinking that you're not worthy? Like based on your skill level, you you performed. You did what you were supposed to do. And so often I have people that are just have these expectations that are set so unbelievably high from the world that we live in that's so fast paced. And so exactly you got to grind. You got to do all these things. You have to be on and you do. But because that gets so deeply embedded into what everybody does, the expectations are through the roof, and then they don't meet it, and they don't meet it, and they don't meet it, There's and no- then they're not having a good time anymore, and then they're continuing to not meet it, and then they're mm. struggling, and now they're not even liking the thing that they loved. But there, really there's weird. no room for patience yeah. in there. If you are that MA4 player, and you're mad that you're not competing with the MA1 players, like patience, dog. Like You need to enjoy right. the round you just had, mm-hmm. and right. think about the next round, and think there's probably another couple hundred rounds between you and that MA1 this player. This is Call like, of Duty. Hundred, it's going to take like hundred. three years. Hundreds, whatever. Thousands. But and you may never get get there but, but either way it's about patience is that you look at that ma4 player look at ma3 player like myself and you you start watching youtube right and you see these things happen you're like oh dude i'm all i'm all over it i could do that i'm all over it buy that disc i'm all over it it's like no homie like that's the one percent dude right they're athletes mm-hmm. they're and, getting paid a million dollars a year to play and throw yeah. a frisbee right what i wish we would see more is not just the coverage and not just the outtakes and not just the practice rounds, but the actual field work. Oh, no. And, you there's know, no, there's no time the in workouts a day. and the mental game and all yeah. of the things that go into the 1%. Paul Macbeth, Calvin Heimberg, Paige Pierce, they don't show up at the disc golf course and just throw excellence out of nowhere. Right. Right. It's come from a place where the MA4 guy that expects to shoot six down and shoots four up, he thinks that's going to happen if he plays enough rounds. At right. Delwood twice right. or three times a week. And that's not where it comes from. And so expectations are huge. I think uh, you kind of touched on it earlier. You said, you know, you've got your feet, you've got your fridge. You, it's, it's like taking inventory. It's, it's habits like starting your day with some affirmations. Here's three things I'm grateful for today. I woke up and here's... Here's three things that three like... Three things, Doc. One, one thing, whatever. Doc. You wake up. That's one thing. You wake up. 
You're awake. In the if morning. you can find time in your day to figure out a couple of things that you're grateful for rather than the things that are shit right now. Dude. And you can, that's a muscle. That's like, that's like Hands going to the down. gym. Like that's training your mind. That's thinking about the and things that are going to help I'm you. I'm getting at is, yeah, I, I don't have any means to train myself to, you know, not that I, I shit on myself for not playing well. I've accepted that, you know, I'm rec intermediate ish player. Sure. I don't fine. know why you keep yeah. pointing at me. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of making me mad. Are you mad guy. I didn't sign up for the, the team thing? <laughs> What's going on? You're wearing an unstable shirt. You, well, you, I'm going to take fine. it off in a second, yeah. dog. It's kind of weird. Please don't. Yeah. Yelling at me. You're going to make me feel terrible. But I, I don't have the tools to be able to forward myself mentally. Like, cause uh, again, I know I, I can shoot well and I know in my life, I can get to the places where I have the goals set in my mind, but I don't have the mental game and the mental, uh, what did you call it? Like you training yourself mm-hmm. to mentally say, I'm grateful for these things. I, I don't have that capability and I, I don't know how, you know, to. It's something you don't just have, like you have to seek it out and then practice it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know what to practice to get to that. Point. But the really big no, thing is, is like, it's like, if you want to like a, there's a lot of people out there that that want to make the MA3 or MA4 to MA3 or MA3 to MA2, right? And like, it's not just about going out and grinding and putting every day or playing six rounds a day. It's not that at all. What it really is, is like your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you are only as strong as your surroundings are, right? If I live with Sean Callahan and it's messy everywhere, and it's just him and I living in the house. And no, chickens everywhere. Chickens, dogs, goats, horses in the house. It's hard to focus on life, right? It's hard to focus mm-hmm. on things that are going on. But if you take all of that out and it's just you versus you and you do the things that you need to do. And it sounds super selfish because it's like, it's not just about you, but it kind of is, is the fact that you are always pulled in every direction in the world, right? Like have to be there for your family. You have to always show up for your family. You have to cook for your family. You have to do this, have to do that, have to be there for this person, that person, this person, this birthday, that, per- that birthday. When is there time for you? Okay. We can go back to the, the, the 30 ounce glass thing we just said a minute ago. Uh, when is there time for you? Mm-hmm. When are you going to take time for you? Is there ever any time for you? That's where I start with my clients is like, how much time do you have for yourself? And they're like, <laughs> time. What do you mean time? Well, let's start there. And let's really look at it. How much time do you have? If you don't have time for yourself, you need to do a little inventory. 100%. And, and clear some That's things off. That's the whole like, point. Some t- I think a big part of why I was struggling was because I was trying to do too much. You were. And if I step, just by stepping back from one of those things, I was able to start feeling a little better. I was 100%. able to just have a few conversations with people, focus on really like, what do I need to, to work on so that I can stop feeling this way? You don't have time for that conversation with yourself if you are running yourself ragged constantly. No, you can't. Uh, you do have to treat yourself. And I'll shout out Luxor Escape on that because I went there last week. She gave me a massage that changed my goddamn life. I still like, haven't gotten a real massage. Dude. dude. Afterwards, really? listen, like I was I was out of body. One like, time I did. Oh, my gosh. I was drooling. I was snoring. I was literally, I, I was dreaming that I was on the beach and I woke up. And I was like, Alex, whatever you just did was like, I, I literally was out of body. And she's like, I didn't want to tell you this beforehand because I didn't want to like influence your thinking. But I was waving an amethyst crystal over your body while we were doing the massage. And that's like the the properties of this crystal is meant to like absorb like anxiety and depression. And I was like, I believe it now. If you would have told me that beforehand, I would have thought no way. Yeah. But the way I felt coming out of this. I need to get one of those crystals. <laughs> she was like, I got to take this thing home and cleanse it because it's absorbed all your shit. And I literally for the next couple of days felt 
totally fine. Yeah. And my shit came back. I started to feel you know bad after a couple of days, but I'm telling you, you do have to care for yourself. You have to like make time to, to relax, treat yourself, like take inventory of the people around you, take inventory of what All you're day. spending your time on. All of All that day. stuff is what builds into how you perform on the course. Like it's not just how much practice you, you put in. It's, all the things that take care Thank of your God, mind. Thank God, because I don't practice. Right. So that, like, going back to the the the, the initial question is like, yeah. you know, like, dude, listen, like, we look at these people on PDGA and DGN, and it's like, dude, they're the one percenters, dog. You might as well be looking at Tiger Woods at this point. Right. So it's one of those things. It's like the things that these people are now doing to be better and win these tournaments, win these championships, win these masters, dog. You can break that down to very simplistic things, and you can be winning yourself. Get to bed, sleep. Mm. Uh, that's, to I was going to ask you for a checklist. Let's talk, sleep, sleep, mother. That's put the, the controller one, down. Put your number, phone number down. One thing, minimally five hours. You're an idiot if you're not getting seven, eight. You're you're an idiot. All right. Eat some calories. Figure out what is going on with you. Figure out how you feel. Stretch. Go to the gym. I don't care if you live for tw- 15, 20 minutes, thirty minutes. Walk. Get your 10,000 steps in a day. It's not that hard. Two to three times a week. Guys, stay active. Lift some weights. Get yourself younger. That's exactly what it's all about. I'm not saying eat, eat calories. When I say eat calories, it's not like go to Popeye's every day. It's like eat some really good grilled chicken, grilled burgers. I'm going to cook for all you guys here soon. It's like let's go at, at this guy's ranch, you know, like <laughs> Callahan Ranch. It's like you need to understand that. These people now that are one percenters in the in a PGA that are actually making money, like guys, they've been doing it for a minute. If you think you can just run with them and just start right now, you're a fool. You can't. Right. The foundation is the foundation is the foundation. And loving oneself is the foundation. That's the concrete pad. If you feel like you need to go out there today and build a house on no, sand, good luck. But if you want a future, love oneself, put that cement down, actually have a pad. And build up from there. It may take longer and it may not be sexy and it may not be fast. Go ahead and build it on concrete and build it on sand. And tell me which one works better. Self-love is the foundation, baby. Foundation. If you don't have love for yourself, talk to a uh, find a thousand rated friend. If you don't got a thousand rated friend, start writing. Get your thoughts out of your head and start figuring out a good way to talk Get to yourself. Get all those 700 rated friends out of your yeah. inbox. Trim you, those MA4 friends. <laughs> But yeah, get your get Ryan you know, figure out yeah, a good way to talk to yourself and figure out how to create a foundation of self love. There's a lot of different ways to do it. You can reach out to Guzzo. Uh he'll he'll coach you on that. There's a million resources online, but he is more than happy to hear from you guys. So if you have anybody's having a hard time with this stuff, reach out to him. Or any of us, honestly. I don't think anybody here would turn down a message from somebody that needed a little help. So Mm-mm. that was a lot. That's it was good. heavy. It was not as heavy as I thought it was gonna be. Not which all. is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I keep forget. <laughs> Jason, can you can you bring us back into the fun stuff? I sure can. It wasn't even that. It's time for merch madness, right? Well, I want to summarize the uh, bangers and mash in just one statement. I think the most important thing that everybody can do every day is not forget we're not in love anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I I used to got J rolled. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we are going to switch gears. And we're going to play a little merch madness. Yeah. Because we have to take okay. our Elite Eight down to our final four. That's right. So, Guzzo, you are in on this. Sweet. You so want to recap the, the the matches so far? It'll be recapped when we discuss 
this because we're it's all the same stuff. So Guzzo, you're in on this. Uh, Ali took was with us when we took the bracket from sixteen eight. He was help zero help. With zero help. Yeah, uh, oh, he, yeah he was. I oh, wouldn't so say it's that. Super random. Yeah. I'm guessing right now, right, baby? Well, I'm, no, I'm there's pulling. divisions. Uh, it is it is no. whatever you choose. Yeah, it let's is, go. It is not what Here we you go. Think you can will decide win. it however you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we but go. But these are divisional championships. These Ooh, this is are. serious. Yes. This is serious, right? So just like last time, we will start with the food category. And we took we took it down to Chinook sunflower seeds versus double G jerky. So Alex, between those two, what is your choice? I feel Bad. Got me up, dude. I feel bad for Chinook Got because I'm sure they're great, but there's no way they can compete with double G jerky. Okay, sure. Yeah. So delicious. If yeah, if you gave me a hundred points to divvy up between the two, it mm-hmm. would be fifty-one double G and oh. forty-nine wow. Chinook sunflower seeds. Come on. Wow. Like, now. Come on I now. love sunflower seeds. Either own so. it or don't say one. But huh. double G is just pretty damn it's, good. It's beef jerky, man. Yeah. How I much is a bag a, of the Chinook sunflower seeds, just out of curiosity? How much is a bag? Yeah. You sell them for three bucks. So three bucks versus what? Double G is like 10 bucks, isn't it? 10 bucks, yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's protein, man. And a bag of sunflower seeds will last you forever. Here's my deal, though. I'm very very pulled as well. I love me some double G, but seeds, I'm going to go a little level deeper with my choice here. I have a lot of emotional good time connections with disc golf that involve sunflower sunflower seeds. seeds. So because I lead everything with my heart, I'm going to pick seeds. Oh. Not that I, I'm wearing a no, double G hat, so get off my phone. No, man. <laughs> well, no one said it until you just said it now. So now yeah. I'm like super like, oh, what's up? I'm going to say seeds. We're just, we happen to be talking about Chinook seeds. Ryan, did you say the seeds or the, or the jerky? jerky? Jerky. Yeah. Okay. So it's two to one so far. Yeah. All right. Gaza, what'd you land on? Dog, that you're, you're, you're next, dude. Don't, don't you put that no, on me, Bobby. you do it. Don't you put that on me, Ricky. <laughs> That's not what you do right now. You are next, and don't you? Jason's running the show. This is his segment. All right, I'll go next. No, no, no. I know his segment or not, dog. You are next. But if see, here's the thing: if I go next, then it doesn't matter what you say because I went with double G. -G. Ooh, yeah. I was giving you the opportunity. Did you already write that down? Yeah. Well, that's his vote. Oh shit. What's your vote? What was your vote? What was your vote? Because now it doesn't matter. It does matter. No. No. Because it's it's three to two. It's three to two. Yeah. Yeah. Did you even if you said C? Oh, you already did. Yeah. Uh, So yeah. So here's the thing. It's a super biased opinion, and I'm gonna go with the jerky because sunflower seeds aren't really a snack for me when I'm on the course and or just eating at home. There's no way, dog. As as Sean put it, it's a snack activity. It's like it's a that's the thing. It's that, a that's thing. the win for me. I'm right? a very I'm like an ADD yeah. ADHD guy. Like I gotta be doing but something. I, but, I, but I feel like it's like if you had pistachios on the plate, like I would I would have voted pistachios because you yeah. have to break the, the shell. To but eat here's them. the thing. With but like seeds, seeds are though, even bro. worse. It's so much work. No, you throw them in your cheek. That's how do you throw them in the cheek? And that's that I put an entire palm's worth of seeds in my mouth. And then I'm. Are you are you able to pull? Are you able? To, uh, pull, yeah. Do you uh, not do it channel, the right way? Channel this. this. Is how you eat seeds. Channel man. this, and then you pull out a yeah. seed on this side. Yeah. And Bro. spit out the remains yeah. on that side. That's what you do when we yeah. play disc golf together. So very constant? soon, I will uh-huh. make sure that I have seeds, and I will show you the way. Show so it's, me it's, the way. So you like pack it, and then just pull one, and just yep. yep. And then yeah. you crack it, and then Dude, you eat it, a, and then you spit work, it. That's some work, dog. I want to. I want to try that too. I've never done that either. Man. That's the whole thing about seeds. You got to pack them in. Can your I just have some peanuts and some? Look M&Ms? at the back of a, a David seeds. There's uh, instructions. Th- it talks about snacktivity is not my word. It is their word. Right. Oh. Look at the back of a David's bag sometime. 
Right. Still, we're working. spending a lot of time talking about a loser. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just trying to be supportive. You, but I gotta play so golf. As we say meantime, goodbye to the Chinook sunflower so seeds. Uh-huh. Should we either play the cha na na na? Hey, or the Ace Ventura drop. Mm-mm. I don't smoke. It's a disgusting habit. It's a disgusting habit. Would you like an ashtray? Mm-mm. I don't smoke. It's a disgusting habit. <laughs> on to the next. Both, please. All right, let's move on to gear, where we have Ooh. a Delwood koozie versus an unstable hoodie. That's the matchup for this round. Mm-hmm. Alex, mm. where are you going? Since I'm the only person who didn't vote for koozie last, you know, in the, the previous round, mm-hmm. this is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I could wear a koozie, I'd be interested, <laughs> like sleeping <laughs> oh, bag could. style. Uh-huh. They need, somebody needs to make a, a giant koozie. Uh, a giant <laughs> Dude, I would be a koozie for Halloween. That's a cool costume. That's a very uh, cool costume. But I would. You could be a koozie, and I'll be a floozy, and he could be a whizzy. A whizzy, uh, and we'll get busy. Uh, hey. A scoozy. Yeah. But the unstable hoodie, it's just not a competition. The unstable hoodie wins a thousand times out of a thousand. Okay. I picked the koozie. No. Unstable hoodie, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Yep, Sean. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, you know, when you really talk about having cold hands, just kidding. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a no. case for it for nice. real. Uh, then it's going to take it. I chose it as well. Did you as well, Gaza? Did you go hoodie over koozie? Am I already voted out? Yeah. Yeah. It okay. Doesn't matter. Good. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let me put it this way I've never been to a trade show and been offered 300 unstable hoodies for free. Well, I was, I was, every trade show you go to, every single vendor is like, here's a free koozie. Here's a free koozie. Here's a free koozie. Well, you get a the, billion of them for like 10 bucks. So Too much. Yeah, too so much that, that's where I like to, uh, I would, would have loved to say, if you, obviously you people can't see this. We have papers, right? So <laughs> the uh, keychain above the koozie would have been cool last week. Just to let you know that. That would have been really I cool for. because for that, that would have been, obviously there wasn't enough votes, so I'm with you though. Because that would have been great over a koozie. And against a hoodie, I get it that everyone wants a hoodie. But listen up. Delwood's got some hoodies right now. And they got Clash hoodies. Mm-hmm. It's like, why can't we have a keychain? <laughs> Hello, Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting that out there, dog. <laughs> Vote better next time, bitches. Fair enough. All right. We're going to move on uh, to the play category where th- I think Things the, are about to get interesting. Oh. This is hot. This is a spicy yeah. one. This is hot. Well, the it next two rounds. Hot yeah. oh. Circa 98. We're doing all these tonight? Yeah. No. Oh, no, my no, 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 no. This is amazing. No, right? The next the, the next round is next episode. Right. The final four oh. will be the next This oh is just God. a divisional championship. You're so bad for this whole thing. It's going to be amazing. So, for the play category, we have a Zuka cart versus a quick stick. Wow. I hate the idea of playing a tournament without either of these. Like, if it's a tournament day, I need both of these with me. Need. If I had to let go of one, I'm letting go of the cart. Oh, I've never been somebody else's hero with the cart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to be my own hero and save my disc if it goes in the water. I like to be somebody and else's hero. The quick stick is also a fraction of the cost of the Zuka. It pays for itself immediately. Sure. Mm-hmm. The Zuka is an amazing product, but I'm taking the quick stick again. He took the words out of my mouth. I don't own a Zuka cart because I have a bag and I don't really feel the need for a Zuka cart. I don't play many tournament rounds. If you were one of these guys who did a tournament every other weekend. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But a quick stick pays for itself, two. man. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. It pays for itself. It's two votes for quick stick. Other quick Callahan. Stick. All the way. Yeah. Quick wow. stick all the way. Shout out LeVon Wolf. Can we talk about like what kind of Zuka cart is it? Is it like a. You can pick like, whichever like one a, you like want. Like a small yeah. ledge stone cart. Whatever one With is like in eight your discs? mind when you hear yeah. the word. Is it, is, is it a. Pick whichever oh, one you want. Zuka. It could be whatever. 
Zuka. So we got to vote wow, for Zuka. Votes, yeah, because yeah. you said Zuka. Yeah. Don't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. I know because no, I chose lost quick in the last oh, two. Oh, he chose quick stick. Hey, yeah, Jason, have you ever sat on a Zuka cart? That's a big part of the value. Yeah. There's a little seat on there. So just while you're able, playing, it's not just easier down. to carry your You got a oh, seat with you all sure. day. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just making the case. Yeah. So it is a tough because of that. Yeah. 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 Considering your situation. If you are not a uh, you said, tournament player. But I, I feel like you. from somebody that it is their first time doing it to their 400th time doing it, you can go out there and play around with five discs in hand and a quick stick tucked into your back pants yep. and you're going to leave the course with five discs in your hand. Whereas if you had those same, you could have 10 discs in a Zuka cart and go out there and maybe leave with eight. Mm-hmm. So that's where I see the It value. happens every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that, every single course across the globe. Uh, across so the globe. Stick takes yep. the play wow. category mm-hmm. uh, away from Zuka cart. Okay. Uh, so we're going to move Double on. Cheever's quick stick next episode. This yeah. next one's tough. I'm Ooh. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, in the, so I want to know, like, the I'm sorry. OSIN category, which stands for other stuff you need or other shit you need, because we're adults and we can use the word shit if we want. It is a Lauren Lakeberg postcard tough. versus the Heiser Rack. And I'm going to let you guys know something happened since the last episode. Uh, Lauren personally messaged me. Oh, no. On Instagram and said, if we choose her postcard, we're all idiots. Why? Yeah. What did she say? She sees like, the value guys, in Hyderabad. What you need to do? Is what I want you to. You, you guys, should really be voting with your heart. That's so accurate. You have to be humble enough because I will, uh, voting with your heart is that Lauren has absolutely said that sentence yeah. before yep. for sure. <laughs> I will give you the exact message. Look, but wow, what an endorsement for Heiser like off like, yes. the, like the team challenges. Like there should be different categories for these. Like she yeah. said, how is a postcard going against a rack? And how is a. Well, yeah. it was the postcard against the disc dock. It's right. wild, man. Like I so get, I get like the scene. Right, yeah. What did what she said, say? If you don't pick a Heiser rack, I will be highly disappointed in you. Way better than Heiser disappointed. Is that what she said? Yeah. Well, You'll be, be Heiser disappointed. disappointed. No, she said highly disappointed. There let's, you go. Let's flip that script. Now that you have that information, the inseminator. It hurts me. What did you pick? <laughs> it hurts me because uh, there's so much there's so, so much awesomeness around everything Lauren does. Mm-hmm. If you would have pit the Heiser rack against like the magazine that she's just released, mm-hmm. which oh, is, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be no I'm in contest. It. Just when, when's that yeah. coming, by the way? It's coming soon. soon. Dude, let's yep. go. Let's so, go. Uh, it's not to say. If for anything, so you can own two pictures of me by the magazine because I'm in there. And get an autograph. I'm going to get, get, three times. I'm gonna get your autograph on mine. Yep. Uh, again, going real, back to the last episode, the Heiser Rack is the finest disc golf product in the world, in my opinion. It's my favorite thing, Heiser Rack. Heiser Rack. And I don't see how Heiser Rack doesn't win the whole thing, but we'll see. My feelings might change. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I said Heiser Rec as well. It's got a function. I love Lauren's stuff. After you said what you said, I agree. I mean, it's they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Heiser Rec. Heiser Rec. Lauren, yeah. I love you, but uh, Heiser Rec. I'll say the same thing. I love you, but Heiser Rec, that's right with as well. Mm. And just so Lauren knows, I have a, a Lauren Lakeberg postcard on my desk at home. It's like a little, it sits like resting against my uh, other pictures. It's like a little piece of art I keep in my desk. Nice. I'm never going to send that to somebody. I, I just want it to look at it. It's beautiful. Sure. So I mean, what, are you lot- just sucking up to Lauren because you feel bad? Yeah. I should have been. I, doing I love. My I love them. Voice the entire episode. Oh, yeah. the entire. Time. Yeah. What if I? Can you just? Hey guys, what if I do it for the whole? <laughs> you want right. to chime in on this last one? One hundred percent, Lauren. I love you, and I picked you over to Heiserak because you need to get out there way more, way more, and people need to understand that you are the best at what you do. Dang, sure. that's one hundred percent true. 
That is, but sorry, Shannon, love you too. Isaac takes it. So, so our final four uh, is double G jerky, woo, woo, an unstable hoodie, woo, quick stick. Oh my gosh. Versus the Heiser Rack? Versus the Heiser Rack. Wow. The hoodie versus the Heiser Rack. Amazing. The quick stick versus the final. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I like it. This should I like be the final interesting. Four. All right. So, just like before, uh, the Merch Madness bracket has been in lieu of the mailbag, but that doesn't mean we don't want your mailbag questions. Speaking of that, yeah. we did get one mailbag comment okay. that normally we would save, but it is pertinent. So I am going to read it tonight, sure. just so we have it. And it is from a Mr. Patrick Hinsdale, Ooh. who we know and love. <clears throat> and he said, uh, who? not a question, just a comment. Anthony Guzzo is a pilot. No way. <laughs> 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 Anthony Guzzo has gone out of his way a couple times from a card behind or on a backup to come see how I was doing, offer words of encouragement to go get it, or some wise, just calm down advice, whatever my attitude was. Just casual, friendly support from a guy I don't even know that well. We see each other at league or on tournament days, and he's always smiling, joking, and helping anyone out that needs it. Small kindnesses make the world keep turning. I'm just dropping this message to shout out his kindness and just one of the impacts that it has had. You're here. Let's Damn, go, dog. Let's go Petty so, Hens, man. Let's go Petty Hens. That's man. dope. Love you, brother. It is super Love dope. You, and he is 100% correct all the way around. Ah, appreciate you guys. There's much. been yep. nothing but positivity flowing from Mr. Guzzarella. Guzzarella. At every moment that I've been around him. And it's, it is infectious. And I wish I could have you in my pocket every mm-hmm. minute of every day. So. I appreciate you so much for saying that. It's uh, definitely not needed. And I'm very blessed um in any retrospect to be here with all you guys and um when i was asked i was floored you can ask uh, trisha who's here with me right now um listening to this entire thing uh I, i'm pretty much sure i cried when i was asked it's one of those things where it's uh oh. you know sean when i met you and uh, uh we went and talked about uh, a lot of things and man we talked about some really personal things and where i came from and what happened to you with your sister and things like that and and, and ryan i've been forefront with you in the entire way and yeah. These things come back and they come back and through and, and, and Alex and just texted me the other day and brother, I'm here for you with anything that you need, no matter what dog, we are all here together. And this is a community that lifts those people up and no one is an anchor in this community. And when we see an anchor, we call them out and, uh, they don't belong here. And it's, uh, I'm so glad to be back into this, this community. It means more to me than I can ever express to you guys. And, uh, at the end of that period, I just want to say right now is that, the biggest thing to actually, uh, and this is going to sound really weird to a lot of you guys, especially you, Sean, is uh, the biggest thing that uh, actually just no, man. me kind of up, uh, upside down and left side out was uh, you guys give me an award at the delis. Uh, it's something that is, uh, it's not earned and uh, I definitely don't deserve it. I just came into this community not too long ago and to meet you guys and to be here right now in this exact time in my life, there's something to that. I'm not, I'm not too good in religion and I'm horrible at politics, but I'm telling you guys right now that your life, it means something. And to land me right here in this position right now to look at you, Sean Callahan and giving me a deli award. You've no, Hello, no man. idea what I did. You don't get it. And you'll never will. I can never explain it to you. Um, I've cried on uh, a couple of people's shoulders about that and cried to myself too. Um, you've no idea what it did to me to push myself forward and be a better person than I ever am. So I thank oh, you. Yeah, I think greater Joliet, That's all you guys that are doing this. So yeah. I thank you guys so much. Exactly well, for the, we for it. the singular email that we did get, there's 50 other dudes that feel the same way. 
hundred other dudes that just didn't write in. So love it. It couldn't have come from a, a more meaningful person either. Cause Patrick Hinsdale is kind of like, it's a takes one to know one kind of thing. He always chimes in with positive. Like mm-hmm. he's always oh, sending yeah. me messages that make that uplift me. Like mm-hmm. how he feels about the show or how he feels about what well, you know leagues or whatever events. Like he's somebody who sheds a lot of light and he's, he's my little ray of sunshine. I told him that recently. Love it. Um, so for him to be recognizing that you do that, it's like, Real recognize real, so shout out to him for sure. Gang. Yeah, for sure. Gang, gang. Whoa, that was a, no, no. an awesome episode. A lot of Newmans on that episode. A lot of Newmans. Thanks again for being here, Guzzo. Oh, for um, sure. I'm sure it's not the last time I say that a lot, but I also I don't say it to every guest, so it's it's real. They're, yeah, no, they're I appreciate that. Thank you guys. Yeah, um, much more to say. Next episode, we think it's going to be. You know, I don't like telling people what it's going to be, actually. Mm-hmm. You'll find out. Just keep listening. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will definitely get to the semifinals of the Merch Madness on the next episode. Right, we have the final four to talk about. And I'll post on our story on Facebook so you guys can vote and let us know what you think about the, the divisional championships. I want to hear what you guys they think. They obviously all think the Unstable Hoodie wins, but right. you can we do might, it for We a might get some differing right. opinions. It's fine. Right. Uh, so keep an eye out. That's going to be coming soon. In the meantime, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Till then, keep it tight. See ya. Goodbye. Chicken cherry cola. See ya. Unstable Discourse is a Top Secret Studios production. <laughs> That's what's hot, baby.